Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Colt Eastwood and Mag, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox newscast. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome. How's everybody doing? Um, it's crazy. I, I'm so glad to have with us today uh, a very special guest that actually is here. When I went back and looked, it, it was exactly a year ago. Uh, was it? It was. It was. I'm not talking I, about you, fucker. <laughs> oh, 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 right before we went live, he says, try not to say bad words. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on now. This is a church show. But no, uh, we really appreciate having you on. David Jaffe, you're uh, a pillar of the community, very respected. You never make anybody upset, but you also are such a great entertainer. Uh, I love to hear what your takes are on things of the day, and we're going to do a lot of that today. How you been, buddy? I've been great. Thank you for having me. It's nice to be here. Good to see you guys. Hey, I'm sorry about your dad. Your dad recently passed, didn't he? Uh, Fonz is dad. Fon- I've been with Fonz so oh, much that we've kind of okay. turned into the same. You're person. always the same fucking people to me. You're ex- <laughs> you, you bleed Xbox green. You're like, you know, oh. <laughs> if, I, if I could invade you, I would and destroy you. No. Uh, okay. So, well, Fonz, if you're watching, sorry about that. I remember hearing about that and I got you guys confused, but I lost my dad on Halloween night, uh, 11 years ago. And, oh, really? uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it was, uh, what a strange night to lose your father which I thought was kind of cool. But anyway, well, I'm glad your dad's doing well. He's like, no, Jeff. He's yeah, like, yeah, he oh. is. He is doing well. And Halloween's yeah. one of my favorite. Are you still cool with Halloween as a holiday after that? Oh, yeah. My, my dad, uh, yeah. I mean, he, he would have thought it was funny. He always took us out trick-or-treating. He was always supportive of all the imaginative crazy shit we'd get up to. So to me, it seems like, you know, it's not like he was Stephen King where it's like, oh, it's very, it makes a lot of sense he died on Halloween. But, you know, I have fond memories of, of what my parents did for us and let us do on Halloween. So I, it's kind of fun to me. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we are getting really close. I got to ask Mag. My co-host Mag is here. Yes. It's good to have you back. I missed you for a week. Well, Jeff, yes. you talked about Halloween. You got to give us, give us a little morsel about, about Halloween. What's, what's the big tradition there at the, uh, well, how, at the Mag house? First of all, Halloween is the biggest thing for our family, right? My wife and I, it is, uh, we, uh, the doors in the house, my wife has these, um, it's, I don't know what the hell they are. It's kind of like a, 
like a, like a drape or whatever, but it goes tight on all the doors, and it's got blood dripping down with handprints on it, kind of like The Walking Dead. Remember that opening scene, The Walking Dead season one? It said dead inside, and it had hands. We've got those all over the main floor of the house. So when people come in, it looks so good. We have ghouls everywhere, inside, outside. I've got music ready for the actual night itself. we got a lot of kids uh, in my neighborhood because a lot of young families moved in the neighborhood. And uh, it's great. And it's a big thing. i got to tell you, when it comes to gaming and everything else, I game only horror games, right? I dropped everything. And, I've, and, I, and I just, by the way, I know I pissed off somebody in the chat last week. They're like, oh, all Meg talks about is the games that he finishes. Well, guess what, scumbag, whoever you are. I just got the platinum on Resident Evil 7. Now I'm going back and I'm going to do the one on, I'm going to get a platinum on Resident Evil Village. And I'm doing it on PlayStation just to upset you even more, uh, whoever you were. So anyhow, uh, only horror games. I'm really looking forward to Alan Wake 2 next week. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I'm hearing a lot of great things. Some people have already got their hands on it. Not supposed to tell me stuff, but they did anyway. It's going to be 30 frames per second unless you're going to be playing it at 1080p on the consoles. So let's all calm down. But hey, doesn't matter. It's horror. It's supposed to be a great story. Great time. <laughs> Sit back in your couch, squint your eyes. It'll be. It'll look like 4K. He'll be good. Uh, <laughs> so uh, in the meantime, while I'm waiting for Alan Wake, uh, I'm going. I'm, I'm obviously playing Spider Man. I'm sure as most everybody else is right now and enjoying it. But anyways, Halloween. This is it, man. You know, the, uh, even the kids are all in on it. We got Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy movie coming out this Thursday. Going to take the kids to that and watch them like lose a couple of years off their life in fear. Uh, so we'll see how it goes, man. I'm excited. Colt, uh, it talk is, to me, buddy. It is Halloween, and I'm playing. I also am playing a very scary game. I'm playing Spider Man Two. You know, broken limbs hanging back, just decapitated heads, sugar cubes flying around. We'll talk a little bit about Spider Man, but. Um, put like eight hours in on that game yesterday like I, I, I when i went to sleep david i was like swinging through the, the to new york city in my brain like i couldn't shut it off because i played a ton yeah. of it one more thing about halloween is finally got a hold of a am i say this right toblerone bar that's how i yeah, say yeah. it sure uh, i mean if you're not classy it's toblerone. <laughs> and then if you you don't even you know it's a silent e the toblerone yeah. Do you want to go see Les Miserables and eat a top of me? You know, that sort of thing. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about Spider-Man. There's some good and bad stuff, but mostly really good. And some hilarious takes that I think we're going to have fun with. Um, yeah, I've been playing that. I even, I even dusted off the old Gotham Knights game. Have you, Jeff, did you play that game at all that no one liked? I- well, I played the demo of it on the PlayStation has it on trial. Now I think it's on everything. It's like Game Pass and on PS Plus. But they had that like one hour, two hour trial and I played it. And, and you know, I liked it uh, because I like comic books and I like mm-hmm. you know, I, I like Marvel more than DC, but I like Batgirl. Is it Batgirl? Yeah, Batgirl a lot. Um, it's my girlfriend. And, um, you know, uh, so I, I, I enjoyed you. what I played, but it's one of those things that it, it's it's we're in such a time of such great games that a game like that I'm just I I can't make the time for right now and mm-hmm. yeah. uh, same you know Callisto Protocol was similar and I'm playing all the big AAA stuff but I'm also a big indie gamer and I'm also a big indie horror gamer and you know there's so much good weird just bizarre as fuck stuff uh horror jaffy tell me what indie indie games you got going on in the indie space give me a couple of titles that i can look into 
Well, if if you, you horror or not horror, because if you haven't played Dave the Diver, you should absolutely play Dave the Diver. Dave the Diver. Okay. It no, is, I have not. So it is top five of the year. Excellent game. Really? But if you're looking for a wonderful, probably the scariest uh, video game uh, that I've ever played is a game uh, that was banned uh, in China because they found some footage or art that made fun of the president comparing him to Winnie the Pooh, which he didn't like. Uh, so Steam wouldn't sell it. You can't buy it on good old games. Oh, which but president did they make fun of? G G whatever however you say his name XI, oh. um, but but you can get it at the developer Red Candle Games and it's called uh, Devotion, and Devotion. it is just uh, weird as crap and and really disturbing and uh, it's short you can finish it in like four hours um, just excellent game that so Dave the Diver Devotion um, I mean there's so what else uh, believe it or not I'm terrible at it but. Well, let's see. I I know I'll I'll have to look at my Steam list and I'll get back to you maybe during the show. But I it those two will keep you busy. And Dave the Diver is is excellent. All right, you heard it there for uh, first, folks. If you haven't heard it already, write those games down. Go check them out. Support indie indie developers, please. And I will be checking those games out myself. So, thank you. Yeah, you're talking about uh, the, the mainstream stuff like Alan Wake when you talk about. All these games, I'm eating the Toblerone bar on the on the air. I feel like I like a horse eating at the trough. I'm like, you guys are talking. I'm like, let me let me try this out. It's not what I expected. I, I thought you said I had the nougat in like uh, like a Charleston. Well, now Chew. you've established the rules, bitch. Here we go. Let's <laughs> go see. for it. <laughs> what do we got? We got some laffy taffy, some double bubble, some. Oh, I love laffy taffy. Hey, what's your favorite flavor? Oh, what do you think? Let's say it at the same time. We'll do one, two, three. You ready? One, two, three, banana. banana. Absolutely. Right. Come on. Goddamn right. Man, people hate banana. I love banana. Oh, it's so delightful. delicious. It's delightful. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how fitting. Um, my kids will go out and they'll get so much candy at Halloween and I will eat 80% of it while they're sleeping. I am that oh, yeah. guy. Absolutely. We made this thing up when my kids were little and it was like, okay, you can come home and get, you know, get the candy you want, like 10, 20 pieces, whatever. And if you want, you can have it all. Or if you like, the great pumpkin comes around when kids are sleeping <laughs> and they leave a toy if you give the great oh. pumpkin your candy. So that's the way we would uh, keep them from just gorging on all of it. Uh, Fair enough. So yeah. they always took the toy and like, fuck it, 20 pieces of candy. I can live with that. Mm -hmm. And a toy. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. My kid likes to leave that Halloween chocolate laying around for like a month and my dog starts like gnawing on several pounds of chocolate. And we're like, pull them oh, away. Yeah. Yeah, so he doesn't I go know. visit the uh, the dog morgue. But um, yeah. hey, let's let's talk about Spider Spider Man. I know that Mag barely got time to play it, but um, no, no, I put it about five hours or so, five or oh. six hours now. There he is. So yeah, Mag yeah, doesn't sleep. I was I was off today, so I squeezed it in. I squeezed in about three hours today and three hours on the weekend. So so yeah, so I got uh, got some got some decent, you know, hands on time with it. So carry um, on. Yeah, let me say something first about it because people have a totally different expectation of what an Xbox show would do when it comes to talking about Spider-Man, but there's more to talk about than like what we think of the game. I think it's phenomenal. It feels great. Miles Morales is not really a Spider-Man character. He's more like a electro man meets uh, Superman. And I like him a lot more than any other character. The traversal is amazing. The game uh, face 23 sends a super chat. Thanks. Face 23 he says what mode are you playing in? I play in fidelity, which runs at close to 4k. 
unlocked frame rate in VR mode with motion blur on, and it feels fantastic and it looks really good. I would really recommend playing it that way. So, uh, Mag, before we get to Jaffe, tell us what your thoughts are, you know, five hours in. Um, first of all, story's great. The set pieces are wonderful. Uh, I, Marvel, I mean, I know that the Spider-Man movies have been great uh, because Sony's got their hands in it as well as Disney. Uh, but we all know how Disney's been doing with the MCU. Uh, I think they should be taking a couple of notes as to how to tell a proper story in terms of uh, an endearing story. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying all aspects of it from either the Parker side of things and the Miles Morales side of things. You're getting the both of that. I'm not going to get into spoilers for anybody who hasn't uh, played too much of the game. But... You know, little things, and even like the Harry Osborn story, the flashback sequence is excellent, <laughs> what, right? What's with Harry Osborn always like this? What? He's always got this <laughs> grin on his face. Well, I just I, I, mean, I like the way I like the way you said the Harry Osborn. It's almost like it's like you know a, a Cleveland steamer. It's like I'm going to give you the Harry Osborn last night. Yeah, yeah she Had didn't like it too much. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> now I can't concentrate. Uh, anyway, the story's been great. The set pieces are wonderful. I like the traversal. Now, there's one thing that I can't help but notice is the tra- when it comes to the traversal with the you know with the wingsuit and all that, and you're going through the rings and everything else. Kind of made me giggle at first because I was thinking of Sp- uh, Superman uh, 64 <laughs> at first, just as a joke. However, we've come to a point now where where the technology has reached a point where we can actually have why can't we get a proper superman game in the future in the next five to ten years i think it's possible now and i know that they walked away from it many developers have walked away from it many times because they just couldn't get it absolutely right i think that maybe now's the time to start looking into it and the more you see it especially those wingsuit sequences going through this you know zipping around the buildings going around through the alleys up you know under bridges over bridges whatever and you're just like, you know what? Superman could easily do this. Doesn't even have to be like any faster than than they're flying around or anything like that. And of course, you know, we already know how uh, how they're going to work with the powers. Take away the powers and you build them up as as the game goes on. That kind of thing, right? But anyways, the point is the traversal is great. Love it. It's fast. It's snappy. Uh, I have not experienced any bugs, mind you. I also got the game after day one because I because you know a lot of the people that were you know doing things. Let's face it, some people were doing it on purpose. They were going out to things where they were trying to glitch the game out, right? By going, you know, someone else was talking about it, how they were basically uh, putting the character in a position where it was going to resist, right? And then, like, do something silly, like turn around or, you know, get to a point where you flip around and go backwards and say, see, it's bugged. And I'm like, well, no, you took them to the edge of the map where they can't go any further. And then, you know, and it makes it look like it's bugged. And then they film that, put it out there. Looking for clicks, looking for, you know, clickbait, all that kind of stuff. And they got it. They got it. They succeeded because people were going nuts. I pop in the game, literally nothing. My son has put it about 15 hours because, you know, kids clearly have a lot more time than we do. And he's experienced nothing. Zero. Um, And I asked specifically, have you seen anything weird? Anything happen? He says, no, it's been smooth as silk. So, hey, it is what it is. I love the game. It deserves the 91 Metacritic. I'm really enjoying it. And I really look forward to Wolverine when it comes out, and uh, and then we'll see. I don't know. They, you know, they were dro- they were dropping some hints about maybe Venom in the future. We shall see. But either way, I'm enjoying the experience right now. Jaffe, take it away. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, I've pl- I don't know how many hours I've played. I'm I'm uh, I, I'm more than halfway through it. If you look at the number of missions, I think there's like 32 missions or whatever. Wow, I'm, yeah. I'm like 18 or 19. Uh, I adore it. I think it's one of the best games of the year. Uh, when I first saw the trailers and stuff, I was 
like you know I, I i kind of felt the same way i felt about god of war ragnarok when i saw those trailers which is i love 2018s but it looked kind of like more of the same which is fine but i was like yeah okay uh i'll play it but i'm not chomping at the bit but what insomniac did i think was just brilliant because they had so much of the foundation laid that now they could really go to town with some of the more interesting scenarios and combat scenarios and the storytelling is great and the characters are all really good. The way the game is paced, I was saying this earlier on my show today, it, it doesn't feel like it's one of those games that wants to be a movie with this kind of typical three act structure. It feels like it's paced like a TV series on Netflix. So it's like yeah, it eight, to 10, eight to 10 episodes. And you know, one of the big pivots in the story doesn't happen until well halfway into the game, you know, uh, and you're like, oh, shit, this is really, you know, and so it gives you time to really get to know the characters before the kind of the big shit comes down, you know, and it's that kind of freedom to play around with the form a little bit and stuff that I think is what you get to do after you've made, you know, basically two games on the engine and, and in the genre and with the character, it, it feels like they're really firing on all cylinders. Now I think it's excellent. I, I had one crash bug, but short of, you know, I mean, every game has bugs. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, you know, the, 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 the narrative around that is, is, you know, unless you're talking about a game like cyberpunk 2077, when it first launched, uh, you know, unless it's, unless it's just obscene and your average consumer is going to have their, good time ruined i think it's a stupid narrative it's it's a very well done highly polished highly produced game and frankly you know i like what insomniac's doing they've put out on ps5 spider-man remastered miles morales ratchet and clank rift apart mm -hmm. and now this and then you know they've got something coming next year in less than um, three years well, right just in the generation but i'm sure the guys because there's a north carolina office i think that did the ratchet game I mean, they all work together, but, but so the point though, uh, is that if that cadence comes at the cost of some bugs here and there, okay, fine. You know, if that cadence comes at the cost of the art and the environment looks great, which it does, although some of the character faces, the textures, like Norman Osborne's face in a lot of the shots look like <laughs> this weird kind of leathery, bizarre texture map and stuff. I didn't mind you know, it. Yeah, I, you know, but, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like, yeah, you can nitpick everything, but to me, I'm much more interested in playing a game like this and games from those guys that, you know, have some bugs, but they make stuff frequently. It's not like we're dealing with these eight year cycles and all that bullshit, which I just can't handle anymore. <laughs> so uh, I know <laughs> it seems like insomniac know. is the only studio that has been, uh, immune to the six to eight year dev cycle well they you know we'll see we'll see what happens with santa monica for example because they're supposed to be doing god of war dlc not like actual dlc or a, a smaller four yeah. hour game whatever um but you know they when i've talked to some of those folks they're like we don't crunch or we try not to crunch we rarely do um they seem to be really disciplined about this is the time we have there's room to play. There's room to explore that's built into the schedule. But unless like the game's not working at all, you know, we, we, we build on what we did before. So we're always improving and perfect is the enemy of 
good kind of thing. And so it's like, yeah. you know what? If and I, I don't, I'm just this is from an outside observer. If you're naughty dog, it's like, no, that skin's not right. We have to, you know, work for the next two months to get the skin perfect. And Insomniac's like, meh. It's, it looks pretty good enough. Let's move on, folks, and let's let's do some cool shit. And so I appreciate that because I think you can get too lost in the sauce um, and end up taking forever on things that nobody's really going to notice, frankly. <laughs> like the occasional. I mean, there were lots of bugs, and like I saw a couple compilation videos of really funny stuff, and I'm like, I'm 16 hours in. I've seen one lady walk through a barricade briefly, and I know other people, like uh, Randall Thor said his bike went down into the cement for a minute. And he's like, I, I was on the phone with him. I could tell he's just kind of like, eh, you know, this happens in games. I mean, you're, you're fucking, I mean, again, I'm a kid of the 70s. <laughs> so my spider, you know, my Spider-Man was, you know, on the electric company, a guy like in probably a, you know, party city costume that they had a Spider-Man segment that was on the electric company when I was in, you know, and yeah. that's what I got. And my video game. So we, we had the Spider-Man Atari game too. Yeah. Remember? So it's like, you know what? <laughs> really? Horrible. Really? It's like, I, I feel like one of those depression era kids where it's like, you know, we had to eat pictures of potatoes, you know? <laughs> so I'm not going to complain that, oh, going to like soup plantation or one of those buffet family restaurants is like, uh, this is, I'm, this is below my quality. I'm like, yeah. motherfucker, we were, drawing pictures with crayons and eating them and hoping we could will into existence the nutrition to stay alive um so i can't yeah. even remember if we got an nes spider-man game at least i didn't never uh, never touch one i think there I may have there probably was i just don't remember or a claim or something i, I um, yeah, pro yeah probably uh what was that jl what were they called j jlb no nah, i can't remember what they're yeah, called something like that something like uh, that they're horrible one that angry one that angry video game nerd always reviews. Yeah, that's the, the, they have the they have the uh, the rainbow yeah. mag and the rainbow. And they, yeah, they yeah, did yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did the horrible Back to the Future game. Yeah, I think there I probably was a Spider Man game. But I got to say about this open world, um, Miles Morales didn't really do anything. Didn't make me want to live in the world because it was just more of the last game. But they've added a lot of different things you can do in this. And so when I look at Insomniac, I could think they had this. They set themselves up with a great formula, and they just delivered more of a good thing and i i really do feel like they're like what would be great i do have complaints about there's a lot of this slow walk and talk where they emulate the naughty dog or the some of the modern playstation tropes like whenever your character goes to meet with somebody there's this slow music that plays and it's really like over dramatic and every conversation is really heavy-hearted and then when you live in the world, you're like, you know, flying around and um, that's been pretty fun. So I don't know. I, I, I will say on that. I mean, your mileage definitely is going to vary, but I, I saw somebody online today calling it like, it's like superhero meet, even though life is strange had superpowers, but it's like, it's like a life is strange meets Spider-Man with those segments you're talking about. But yeah, what I love, honestly, I mean, I'm a huge Marvel fan and the idea that, you know, when Stanley, and Jack Kirby got together and said, let's do superhero stories, but let's not forget the human element and let's make sure. And that's why Marvel was so successful compared to DC back in the day is that these people had real problems and they struggled with their marriage and they struggled with money and Peter Parker could never afford the rent. And I love mm. that, frankly, I mean, it, it, I get that if you just come to it as a pure game, totally get that criticism. It's like 
well, yeah, but it's not fun for me to do to just ride a bike with Harry Osborne, which is what you can do in the game. You like ride your bicycles yeah. to the school or something. Or look at a um, bill. Right. <laughs> but but that said though, you know, that's as a Marvel fan, like even Guardians of the Galaxy, if you remember um when Star Lord as a teenager, if you played that game, yes, 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 is yes. walking around his bedroom and he's having yeah. conversations with his mom and you know, they're building character uh through set design and character interactions and all this stuff that makes and motivation the game, yeah well yeah and it makes the games feel more like the comics and the source material um and i get that not everybody wants that but for all i know you can turn it off insomniacs put so many fucking you don't like this turn it off yeah i'm waiting for i'm waiting for them to release like the update where it's like you're racist you don't like black cuban people not a problem won't wait miles a redneck shit kicker what do you need um because we gotta, so, we gotta talk about the flag there's, um, so, there's so many options to play it your way yeah. which i appreciate because it's a big blockbuster that you know if you're a six-year-old kid that loves spidey you're gonna want it and if you're a old dude like me who grew up with Spidey, you're going to want it. It's not meant to be Bloodborne. It's not meant to be Liza P or whatever. So I, I get the accessibility. But, you know, Ted Price coming out and saying, you know, we think there are good people on both sides and we want racists to enjoy our work as well. And thus we're getting rid of all the black folks and the Jews uh, in the game. I think that was probably a bridge too far. But, you know, he's, he runs Insomniac. He knows what he's doing. I, that's, I mean... I didn't even know he said that. He didn't but, say uh, that. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? Goodness. I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware that. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. By the way, shout out to the doctor for pointing it out. It was LJN Studios. It was LJN. And they actually, and they actually did make a Super NES game. Oh my uh, gosh, Spider-Man, you guys are... Spider-Man game, yeah. And I mean, he's a huge. I know him personally, uh, the doctor, and of course, him and I were b- a big uh, um, angry video game nerd fans uh, for years, right? Watching uh, um, his channel, right? So um, yeah. Same. So, anyways, it's LGN, and that's the that's the Rainbow Company. <laughs> yeah, they made an, a, a Super NES game. So they, they anyway, ruined you know just every IP back in the late '80s, uh, pretty much. Yeah. Oh my God! Any any uh, any any IP that they can get their hands on, they literally laid waste to it. But uh, you know, in you know, I did like the thing. You know, J- uh, David was talking about the the scenes where you know you're riding a bike with uh, with Harry and everything else, and then even just walking around the house and all that uh, um, um, Aunt May's house and all these different little things. It gave me that Uncharted Four sort of vibe. You yeah. know, like those moments where like you're in between the uh, or you go to the flashbacks when you're with your brother in the in the boarding school in the church, and you're walking around, you're talking, you you go to that person's house. So you're still getting moments of gameplay where you're still doing traversal. You remember that, like you're, you're, tra- you're traversing in like the living room, trying to get to that the locked room and whatever else. This is the same thing, so it still gives you enough to keep your hook, the hooks in you, where you know you're sneaking around the, the high school in a, in a flashback, and you're still you know crawling on the ceiling and whatever else, trying to dodge security guards. Great. So you're still getting a little bit of that in there. So people can't say, well, I'm just it's just a walking simulator for this entire level. You're still doing something because those little moments that they put in there will play into missions later on where you're going to have to actually utilize those exact same skills. So in a way, it's more of like a, a, a deeper a characterization of a tutorial. Exactly. Yes. So I really enjoy, I, I, I personally, I enjoyed those kind of moments. And I like the fact that I'm also a comics guy. I also came up from the 70s and 80s. And I, I, I love listening to all the little nuances and all the things they talk about and everything else because there's lore there. 
And you've got decades and decades of lore. And I got to say that when it comes to Insomniac and the Spider-Man IP, they dip into that lore. And I really enjoying that they're doing that because they means they've done their research and they really looked into, into, into its history. And so, so someone like me, I appreciate that. So. I wonder, though, if that's a, a challenging design predicament, which is, are you making it for people who love the lore and know the lore and know that Marvel does that? And that's what makes Marvel special. Or are you also having to design for the people who are like, yeah, that's great, but can I please, like Colt saying, I just want to get back to swinging, please. I want to get back to fighting, please. Like, yeah. there is going to be that group. And I wonder how they decide, you know, how to balance that out and, and, and where to lean at any given moment towards which sort of fan group. Because you can alienate a lot of people uh, who are just kind of like, dude, I saw the commercial. It's punching and swinging and electric powers. Yeah. Why am I riding a bike? Why am I at Coney Island on a roller coaster? What is happening in my life? So I, I, I see that being difficult, but I, 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 as a Marvel fan, love it. Love it. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, I, when I think about some of the, like you need to establish motivation or reason and like, like in these games, Sometimes they have to give you a reason to like, why are you going to beat up all of Craven's guys? And you, you see him on screen and he's just really brutal and violent. But then I'm like, I'm helping out at Aunt May's house or I'm riding my bike in, in the fall breeze with Harry, uh, on, on the best date ever. And then I shoot some hoops with him and I thought, Oh, this is kind of, but when Jaffe says like, are you going to alienate people like this stuff shows up in games. And I think for the most part, the majority of people don't mind that they're like kind of, you're set, I'll just end it by they, saying this. But do they like it? It, it keeps people from putting their phone in their hand during a cutscene. Like th the one thing I'll give it, even yeah. if I don't love the slow walkie and talky parts of Spider-Man and the somber piano music, which I think is really heavy-handed. At least they're making me stay engaged. So I'm like, see what Mag's doing on on Twitter. In, nice. <laughs> He's in his underwear yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know the thing is that the, the the thing is that it, it, it's pretty shallow. I, I I'm just gonna say it. I think it's pretty shallow for people to just immediately say, "Oh man, you know it's boring or this and that," just because I didn't want to play this scene or that scene. It all ties into obviously. If anybody knows anything about storytelling, we're talking about foreshadowing for the future. There's obviously gonna have obviously gonna have some form of consequence later. So all those little moments are going to add up to something either this game, next game, who knows when. But it will have a payoff. And if people aren't patient enough to sit through that. And understand that you're not sitting there, you're not appreciating the story and the work going into it. That's, I don't know, that's just me. I, yeah. I mean, you could go ahead and you can swing and punch all you want outside of those scenes. You can go outside, it's an open world, go ahead, you could do unlimited, uh, what are those, like, those little missions, that, you know, those little crime fighting missions where it turns right. red? Whatever. You can do that all day if you feel like it. And maybe well, that, you know maybe that's all you want to do. Go about ahead. that about that is, is, you know, and this is a, you, you got to, Know, you got to really love Spidey to give a shit about what I'm about to say, but it, there is that weird uh, disconnect where you're swinging to a mission and then there's like, oh, crime is happening over here, right? Yeah. In the first part of the game, you know, I've been playing, I don't know how many hours I'm in, but I'm a lot of hours in. I was like, oh, cool. I want to go level up my guy and I want to, you know, get points and all that. And this is fun. And what, you know, and after a while, it's just like, oh, you know, can I. Right. Another but one, I'm another like, one. Yeah. Right. But at the same time though, it's like, you don't have to do them. And I'm like, I know, but I'm Spider-Man. The whole reason Spider-Man is Spider-Man oh, 
is he did he stopped going i'm gonna you know he uncle ben's dead because he's like i'm not going after that one Uh, i was gonna say he he delivered the pizzas late but you went with something more important that's what made him him and and so it's almost weird that the game is like well do you really want to be spider-man or you know it's it's and i know like i said that's a kind of a deep cut deep fan problem to have and it's not really a problem but it is weird though because it does kind of go against what the character is via the game design but i i love it though great hey, red dead one and two do that as well like that little icon yeah. pops up there that little blue icon that's like you got to go save the day because i'm a good john marson yeah. or good uh arthur morgan and you're supposed to be pushing the story forward to save your family or whatever which one you're talking about but you, you're like oh but i'm gonna go over here and help this guy find his boot uh but that's just kind of how it goes i want i've got a cup one more thing to bring up about spider-man we'll move on to uh, some some big news that dropped today. Uh, Red Wolf, thank you for the super. He says it's a Jaffe. A, is it Jaffe or Yaffe? He wants to give you a silent soft Y or J. He says excited for the show. You guys rock. Chat, hit the like button with your fingers. I don't know why he wrote that, but yeah. This thank you. This XC podcast is episode one hundred and twenty-two. Like I said, David Jaffe was here a year ago on the mark, and it was when Gotham Knights launched, and we started the show talking about if Gotham Knights was uh, was even, you know, that great of a game. I enjoyed it, but Face uh, 23 says, thank you for the super, for the $20 super, he says, Colt, so Spider-Man 2 is still Gen 8 criteria. Okay, uh, I, I have to talk about that. He says, it's a 91 meta, 2.5 million sales in one day is pretty impressive. Yes, 2.5 million is a record-breaking, fastest-selling PlayStation first-party studio game. When it comes to the Gen 8 criteria, yes, Spider-Man 2 was built on the foundation of Spider-Man 2018, built for a PS4. But when I play this game, how fast you can move through the city, how just all the things you can do, you can blast through over buildings. Everything is just instantaneous. It's really great. Like they pushed it beyond and really made it almost feel like it was built for the ground up for this new hardware. Are have you feeling you that, Jeffy? To this, yeah. I mean, have you had the scene where you've chased after that cameo character who has some abilities to ratchet yes. and clank? Yeah, ratchet and clank style. Yes. Right. And I, I mean, right there, I was like. Especially with that one segment when the train comes, you know, the subway. Th- I mean, there, there's, there's really good stuff in this game that, uh, yeah, you can't, you know, it's, it's. They're pushing the tech for sure, uh, which is great. I mean, I don't care about that stuff. If it's entertaining, it's entertaining. But in this case, though, I don't think we could have seen that on the PS4. And and that chase no. scene was pretty cool. So, Yeah, it is very, very impressive. Um, so today, we'll totally just, I don't even have a uh, the nice smooth transition. But this morning, we were met with some news. But I'm not quite sure how big it is, but it's kind of interesting to do, to look at it. Meg, today they announced that uh, on October 25th, which is this Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time or uh, 1, a- 1 p.m. your time over on the East Coast, it says that there's going to be a game showcase, which is going to be a third-party partners game showcase. Did you yes. uh, read into this and yeah, uh, how it, excited it was, are you? Well, I I think I, I got to speak on behalf of a lot of people that are more shocked than anything. I wasn't expecting anything at all for the rest of the year. Possibly maybe the games, a game awards show in December. Um, I mean, obviously the ABK thing just happened everything else. So that, that would take uh, the majority of the news. You still have some big, uh, big titles coming up for the rest of the year that people can play third party games. But then for them to <laughs> announce something like this, it really shocked. I actually, I was shocked by it. And I was like, wow, that they're really, you know, Hey, 
if you if you're gonna if you're gonna put your boot on someone's neck, you might as well press down, right? I mean, like this is what they're doing right now. You got the ABK thing here. You got some momentum going. You've got the uh, the Starfield momentum in September. They won the NPD uh, for for that for that game. And, uh, and and you know what? Why not? Why not keep it going? If it's not going to be first party, then talk about your third party deals that you got in place. That's something. That's a that's a that's a gameplay that Sony's been doing for literally decades. Is that in between their first party games when they have that lull? Between first-party games, what do they do? They focus on those third-party games, and they make it so enticing to purchase them on the PlayStation that a damn well might as well have been an exclusive at that point because yeah. you've taken the narrative, right? And the narrative is that, like, for example, I mean, we could say Call of Duty for literally the entire PS4 generation. And then um, and then you could talk about even, like, like, Red Dead Redemption 2. You remember that? You go to the store. Remember malls, kids? Remember malls? The place where you go and buy stuff? Yeah. Before Amazon, I remember walking through the mall and there'd be a GameStop and there'd be a huge sign and it would say exclusive and it would say PlayStation and it would be Red Dead Redemption 2. But then when you got close with a microscope, it would say exclusive slacks and hat, right? Uh, yeah, you purchased it exclusive on bedazzled chaps only on PlayStation. Right, exactly. Yeah. So the thing is, at the end of the day, when you're average Joe Schmo or whatever and you're walking around and your kid says, hey, I want that new cowboy game or whatever – What's that guy going to see? He's going to see the big blue, and he's going to see PlayStation. He's going to go and say, get me Red Dead Redemption 2 on PlayStation, please. And then they buy it, right? And that's what they do. They focused a lot on that in-between first party. Obviously, Xbox is, make, is, is, you know, is obviously going to be using the same playbook and going to be doing the same thing. They don't, they, they've already released a couple of games now. So now what do you got going on? Between now and the new year, nothing. Right? I mean, first party-wise, anyway. Yeah, that's and that takes me into another I, topic I where to get get into it in a minute about the marketing sure. um which we will get into that way. no no no. i, I mean there, mean it, there's kind saying, of a you want to keep the narrative going you want to keep the conversation going you want to keep the mind share going you got to stay in the news and this is a 24-hour news cycle now right thanks to it cnn is, 25 years ago 30 years ago when they started that it's all about what have you done for me lately you got to keep your name in the news constantly what happens colt when you don't release a video on youtube every single week you get tossed out of the algorithm yeah right yeah same thing so yeah i kind of i kind of die a little bit when uh jeff you're making a lot of content when you when you don't stay on top of it a little part of you starts to fizzle out like a flat soda on a counter uh, Jeff, I got to ask you about this, um, about this showcase. They hired a new lead, Tina Amini, who used to work for IGN and they're doing this 20 minute, no talking heads, just stay to play style thing. Like, what do you, do you have any opinions on this or is there anything there you want to see if you looked into it? Well, what do you mean they've hired from IGN to do what to host it or to direct it they, what, what did they yeah they hired Tina Amini who used to work for IGN and she's like their their events coordinator basically okay for- so there's a voice but there's no host all that I mean I don't really care format I mean frankly do you like that format like the state of play I li- yeah well I like any format that's that is executed well, right? And so what I find is most of these hosts, whether you're talking future game show or you're talking the Xbox stuff when they have their deeper dives or whatever, I find the host excruciatingly difficult to deal with 95% of the time because the banter is, it's not, it's not that it's like, you know, they, they have to be, 
Like, I don't know who it's for. Now, again, I'm 50 fucking two years old, right? So maybe if you're, <laughs> I was gonna say if, it's, if, yeah. if you're 15 years old and you're watching it, maybe you're like, cool, man. I, these guys are funny. I have aspirational desires to be like that guy. They're doing um, the Fortnite dance. Yeah. Right. I don't know. But when I watch it, I'm just like, it's like, hey, blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's just dumb crap coming out of their mouths and you're going, who approved this? Right. So I don't. Every now and then, though, you'll get a good, insightful group of people hosting. But the show itself, though, I'm excited for. I mean, I I love Game Pass. I'm a huge Game Pass fan. And I'm hoping, I assume, I know Alan Wake, I mean, unless they drop a surprise bomb, is not going to be a, a Game Pass game. Uh, right. It might it might be, given the schedule is Wednesday and the game's coming out Thursday. But I doubt no, it. I doubt it, it. That would be. You never atomic. know. But I'm a kid. You know, look, I, I come from the Steve Jobs school of in one more thing where one more thing really does blow your mind um, back in the day. But uh, I'm excited to see some new Game Pass stuff. I don't give a crap about Ark at all. I know Ark is one of the names games they mentioned. Is that the new one with like where uh, uh, Vin Diesel won't put his fucking shirt on? No, that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even that. I was I was actually hoping you would know a little bit about Ark because I'm like scratching what little bit of hair I have on my head about Ark, but this is like the final expansion Ark Survival like, Ascended. So it like it's this really okay. cool trailer that I when I look load up the game I'm like, "Ain't no way the game looks like that." But yeah, I know there's I'm big not, fans of it. I don't really it. care about that game, but yeah, people love it. Uh But yeah, the Vin Seattle Diesel Lake. things like MIA completely. It's right. was supposed to be out this year. But I, I hope we're going to see some really cool stuff that is uh, a couple new Game Pass games or a DLC for uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Or I just I like those, you know, uh, I, I, I get giddy and excited whenever Game Pass is like, ooh, here's here's what's coming new uh, this week or this month or whatever. So I'm 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 excited by the potential because I love stuff like this, but. I don't need to see anything from Ark, and if I didn't see anything from Alan Wake other than, hey, this is coming out on Game Pass, I'm kind of like avoiding Alan Wake right now because I'm excited for it. I don't Same. Yeah, I, I, else, you know? I also don't need to see anything from Alan Wake. The, the press release says Alan Wake 2, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Dungeons of Hinterburg, which is a small indie, um, a game I got to preview at E3, it's like a cell shaded game where you're in a German style town. What's the word that they use for those uh, German style towns? Anyway, it's a German style town. It's got um, anti-Semitic. <laughs> no. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Subgenre, anyway. It's a subgenre. There's a. <laughs> now you're making me Google it, but I. Yeah. We have one in Washington. It's called Leavenworth, and it's a uh, Bavarian town. Gosh dang oh, it, yeah. Jeffy! <laughs> <laughs> 
Gas from Septic Sauce says, Jeffy. In this day and age, you got to keep your guard up. Septic Sauce. Jesus fucking Christ, man. (laughs) Read read what he wrote. Read what he wrote. Why have I betrayed PlayStation? (laughs) Why have you betrayed Israel? I've seen your content. (laughs) I got to, we had to do a a tweet, a a conversation about that being him. Um, But, yeah, I love PlayStation. I love, I love, I mean, that's the thing, you know, I just, I love, I love the games, man. Let me ask you, how, what, you don't happen to the average age of your audience, Colt, do you? Um, yeah, it's about 35. Yeah. So probably most yeah. of them are probably working adults that have some disposable income. Um, except for I, risk it for the biscuit. Fair enough. <laughs> um, Carry on. Yeah. I, the only reason I ask is this is like, I don't, I don't really, uh, understand i know i know uh gaz is just joking but i don't really understand yeah, yeah he is of course the um the 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 issue it's like frankly you should have uh every system you can afford i mean there's great stuff on xbox there's great stuff on playstation uh i'm playing super mario wonder on switch right now it's like the, the idea that people you know, I would rather I, I've always been surprised that people aren't debating and discussing and being passionate about the content uh, and the games. And they and, and I get, you know, I I'm get, trying to. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying that in general, like, you know, it's like they're games, man. W- w- are you really going to deny yourself some of the best games ever made because it's on a box that at this point you can probably get for a couple hundred bucks? Just shut up. Um, I don't, it's like, why are you even in the conversation? Don't you have to take a nap? Aren't you 10? Um, you know, well, I, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. There's I mean, so it, much good stuff out there. That a console's not it? super expensive. Like a PS five no. is 550, 500, 550 bucks, but maybe it's the breaking point between, I remember when my kids were really small, Jaffe, like buying a, a, a PS three next to my 360 sell seemed like. An unnecessary purchase for a young dad. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, if, if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. But even if, you know, there's a lot of things I can't afford. I can't afford a Ferrari, but I'm not going to yeah, say it's I mean, a I'm with you. Car. I mean, I just, sometimes it seems like over excessive or too excessive to buy two consoles, but they are, they used to be $300 and now they're about 500 So, yeah, yeah it's not out. Probably, I mean, that'll I go away. I feel like people don't want to make the leap sometimes. It's weird because the games are are, are, are great um, on all the systems, really. Uh, hell, even the, uh, uh, what was it called? The Ouya? <laughs> the, the Ouya had uh, one of the best couch co-op multiplayer games ever that was exclusive for a year called Towerfall. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if you ever played it. Single screen, four player uh, co-op. It's uh, uh, competitive. It's brilliant. That, was, that launched on the Ouya. It's like, you know, the industry is filled with so much content. Let's argue and want to kill each other over the games let's talk about hey is dave the diver too fat to be a video game hero <laughs> right because he's a big fat guy is he gonna get and the his, bends his name is dave i take a walk walking 30 frames per second or 60 uh it, it really uh depends on i, I guess well, what pe- he's eating people um, like i'm eating toblerone's what i'm eating i'll, I'll be dave the diver oh, yeah, in a well, minute what? Uh, you keep eating Toblerones, you're not going to be in performance mode for very much longer. No, no I'm going to be. Yeah. 
I'm going to need motion blur just to get through it. Um, I yeah, try so to talk about I the games. You. I hear you. I mean, I, people are, look, it's, it's what drives a lot of people. I get tribalism. I get the, mm-hmm. the, the value of building content around that. But end of the day, eventually, I don't know, it doesn't seem sustainable as a content creator, right? I mean, ultimately, I mean, what do I know? But um, to me, it seems like eventually your audience is going to outgrow being 10, even though they're 35. And then what are you left with, right? Like, what have you really offered other than a place to go to beat up on the other guy? Um, I yeah, just, I just, let's I have things, a, man. I have a small handful Nobody will believe this, but I've got like three or four console war videos on my channel and they don't, they didn't do very well. Nobody cares in the grand scheme. I I found when I'm talking about the stuff that I'm excited about, that's when I get a lot of people like, Hey, what is this? Let's watch this video. And they, they can enjoy it. Um, I, I, in fact, I wrote a video uh, for the people that were here last week with Gaz and I, and you know, heaven help your ears of my voice and his together. But I, I talked about the, you're talking about the games. Jaffe about yeah. how it should be about the games and with Xbox it's it really is all about the games they don't even care about the console to its fault yeah, and I was I showing great because that's where it's going I mean that's where that's where the, the industry is going right yeah, I agree yeah. and um Xbox it's is so ridiculous it's like let's go to the let's go see the Scorsese film or let's watch it at home well you can't watch it on that TV what shut up Right. I mean, it's just such a dumb thing that when, when, when we look back and we're all much older and streaming is the norm in 15 years or whatever, probably sooner Mm. given what's happening in China, um, it'll be like, you guys argued over the TV set you watch the movie on and not the movie. It's like, yeah, we were fucking idiots, man. Um, is what I would say. Well, I mean, did you, did, I mean, we're all about the same age. Did our friends argue about who had the best CD player? Now I don't even want to put a CD in. I love the way I listen to my music and people say, well, it's different for games. I'm like, why? Because they're 60 or $70. But Mm. yeah, I I mean, I almost made a video. This My best friend had an Intellivision. I had an Atari. We played on each other's system. Like you have, you have Dungeons and Dragons. I want that. I have adventure. I want that. Okay. And again, I'm not trying to be like kumbaya and shit. I get it. I like to stir the crap and everything. You know I do. Um, <laughs> but but there is a point where I guess for me, I'm just like, oh, God, just, I don't know, man. Let me ask you this. I mean, you seem like a mild-mannered human that gets along with most people. That's, that's right. probably the That's probably the trick. Um, I guess trick. He's like, no, Jaffe, that's called just being an adult, you idiot. But, um, but, but I just, you know, I'm, I just, I struggle with the just the snarkiness lately uh of the internet and the video game uh snark and all this shit i just i just it's not good to be around like i was on neo gaff last night and i was posting this thing Yikes. um and i've always liked neo gaff super I mean, they, bored no i i was somebody said something about my tweet and i wanted to clarify and it oh was about just, last night right yeah and it was just like snark and shots and, and you know and i'm like <sighs> It just it's it's fifty two years old. I'm I, I'm I don't want to do it because I like aspects of NeoGAF a lot. But I'm just like, oh, Jaffe, just delete your account. Go there to get the news that you get from there and move on with your fucking life. Because this is it's just it's I'm I'm getting tired of it. I mean, is that just me? You can't even comment anywhere. Like if you're mm-hmm. if somebody knows who you are. Um, a year ago, I commented on a Digital Foundry video. I love 
those guys. I think they're so great and they're so mm-hmm. talented. I love the work they do. I, I've followed them for years and I replied on one of their videos last year and I said, Hey, really appreciate everything you guys do. You really put a lot of care and attention to your videos and I really enjoy watching them. Well, people saw the Colt Eastwood name of the check mark. And there was like a hundred comments calling me names. And all I was doing was just giving praise to Digital Foundry. And my buddy says, a dealer gaming goes, Colt, you can't do that. I go, why not? He goes, you get, you're going to get attacked there in a neutral place where you can't mute anybody. And then people who like your channel are going to go, oh, I thought people liked Colt Eastwood. People hate him. Look at this. Why were they mad at you? Because they don't like me. They think I'm anti-PlayStation. They think I only you know pray to the uh, porcelain or the the golden phil spencer and yeah i mean all those things that people it's just kind of a thing like and you got my name and you got the check mark maybe maybe they don't know who i am and they click it and they look at this channel and they're like oh here's a guy with a hundred thousand subs who talks only about xbox and uh, i hate that xbox shut the fuck up you fucking child (laughs) you infant you but you know what i mean it's like and the show isn't about us. We have a lot to talk about, but of course, I mean, it just looks bad that if somebody's like watched a few of my videos and they're like, "Oh, I like Colt. He makes pretty good, you know, entertaining videos. They're good. Yeah, he's cool." And then they're like, "Oh, nobody likes this guy. He's an a hole." And then yeah, it's just it's not a it's not you a, know it's what, not a Colt, good thing. I've told you this a million times. I, when you talk uh, when I talk about with uh, Gary from Nerdrotic, and he's closing in on a million subs, right? And the one thing that he's always said, and I've always listened to him when he says it, is that he said, don't be afraid of your audience. He said, do what you do because you love to do what you do. Don't pander. Don't do anything. Don't be afraid of them either. If you hate something that they love, just say, listen, it's not for me. Or you love something that, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter where it is, where you play it, where, where, you know, or where you watch it. Just do what you enjoy to do and hope that people come along for the ride and they enjoy that they enjoy your interpretation and your takes of what it is. And same thing with, you know, same thing with uh, with uh, with David. He wants to do what he wants to do. Go right ahead. You oh, ride no, or die yeah, with him or not, not. It's not my, you know, I, my audience sounds arrogant to me, but it's it's not it's not the people who watch my content. It's 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 the grander vision of people of who are out there, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, Colin Moriarty said something to me, and I just haven't had the discipline to pull the trigger. But he was <laughs> he, he, he well because he was just like, I just I only use Twitter now. I read it, and I only use it now just to let people know when we have stuff upcoming. That's, That's like what Colin said. World. Yeah, he says, but I don't tweet anymore. I don't. It's 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 a it's a one way street now. The information comes to me. I take the data that I need for my shows and that's it other than using it to advertise for my business. And I, 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 I get such, I get such a kick, such an adrenaline kick with that immediate feedback because I have ADD that it's hard for me to, to do that. But I think, I think I'm getting to the point where I think I just really need to, because I, I'm, I'm tired of, it's so negative that I think it really colors. What is it they say? Like you are a blend of like the seven people you spend most time with. Well, Uh-oh. one of those people is probably Twitter as a, as a, as a entity. As a, as a, yeah. Entity. Yeah, and well I think said. it's just what a terrible, terrible person to be with. So well, anyway, that, yeah. That, a friend yeah. of mine, when he got into content creation, he was told by a guy that was the head of mixer. He said, Here's my advice for you on social media. Use it to promote your videos. Don't engage with anybody. He said, you have no business 
getting into little fights or getting having people insult you just use it to to promote your stuff and walk away and i thought yeah, how unfun is that I, yeah unfun, post, and, but, post and ghost yeah post it's unfun ghost. but it's probably necessary at this mm-hmm. point um, yeah what do you, let's let's talk about this uh Gaz guy, what's wrong with him? Oh, Gaz, yeah, Gaz wrote in the chat. We, we don't Cole, have enough time in the show. You are an anti <laughs> PlayStation guy. Uh, where, where was it? <laughs> he goes, Sorry. He says, Yeah, uh, I can't find it. Here he is. He goes, Cole, you are an anti PS, you whore. That's why we're friends. Yeah, I mean, I do have the things that I don't like for sure, or uh, the people that I argue with or fight with. And some of them I try to do it good naturedly, if that's a word. But sometimes I just, oh, those people just bother me. But uh, I don't know. This is how it is. Everybody has their team, I suppose. But, man, people make it personal all the time. They do. do. Hey, coming up next, we got uh, Gaz showing up live. He's going to tell us how to make Hanukkah latkes. Uh, We know (laughs) that he wants to wipe Israel off the map and push Jews in the sea, but he still loves them latkes. We'll see you next after the break. You know, for half a second when the... When the music came out, I'm like, oh, no, did he actually show up? I'm looking for the square. And I'm like, no. That sounded I, I, so, yeah, I blocked him. I blocked him on everything. But that did I'm, sound so odd. I'm, I'm only, I hope he knows I'm totally teasing him. because oh, he seen knows. Him get, he gets pissed at people because they're like, these guys don't like my politics. And I'm like, dude. Uh, no, he's he's rolling with that. He, he loves you, man. Uh, I don't oh, I, know yeah, why I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. He's amazing. Yeah. he's. I got, uh, he's, the, I got the dig. I got the dig. He loves you, man. I don't know why he does. I heard it. Look at that. Yep. That is some Midwestern. Uh, <laughs> I know you're I'm Pacific Northwest, Jaffe. So I, I know, go ahead and bash is, those people. That, that, that is that is some that is some non-confrontational. Go to church every Sunday. Still stick the knife in the back, but don't let people know it was you. Uh, Horse shit, right? Pa- Passive aggressive cult is Absolutely. the best cult. <laughs> um, there isn't a lot to say about this. Um, well, we were on the tangent, but about this uh, this game showcase. But they did say, please note that there will not be any Game Pass information related to the ABK thing. So they really wanted to set expectations that there wouldn't be Game Pass drops. But then it kind of leaves it open. It's like you're not talking about ABK. Are there any other updates to other games? But I'll just close that discussion by saying I would expect maybe some updates from things they showed in 2022 and 2023 that are third party. Erebor,n Flintlock, maybe Stalker, but I doubt it. I feel like Stalker's like getting another was, entire year delay. What was the one with reason. the Steely Dan song? That, which one was that? Contraband, but Contraband. I Contraband, mean, where did you go? Isn't that Avalanche? Yeah. I heard they asked for another year um, at the beginning of this year or something, so... Sorry, that's all I can remember is the Steely Dan song playing. I'm just like, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I just call it the Steely Dan game. Uh, okay, so another year, so we're, we're probably not going to see anything then, right? I I keep thinking we would see it at the next showcase, which we didn't <clears throat> in June. So I guess if we don't see it in this upcoming showcase, I'm like, well, whatever. Maybe Game Awards? I mean, it's, it's the Just Cause team that also made Rage 2. So there's some potential there, but it's one of those games I feel like with Xbox, it's one of the couple of games out of their 30 studios there i'm like you know what i mean jeffy where i'm kind of like yeah. i will somebody uh susa in the chat saying perfect dark i bet we'll see perfect dark at keely's show uh, right oh, because really? now that now that crystal's working on it it's moving along it's hard i mean i don't know i look xbox has very little that excites me in terms of first party coming 
that they've announced so far. But to their credit, at least they've announced something. Whereas I think, you know, I mean, Sony, Sony, they're doing what they're doing. They just sold 2.5 million. I'm not knocking Sony, but you know, it is a little weird that we have no real idea. Um, And probably because the last of us factions got put on ice, as they say, maybe that was supposed to be the next big thing. And now that that's on hold, who knows what the next one is, but they're taking a long time, man, to, to, you know, when I was a kid, we had catalogs that shipped with every game you bought and you could open it and see all the releases available and what was coming in the next couple of years from that company. And it was so exciting and it motivated you to, you know, I'll mow the lawn more so I can buy Donkey Kong or whatever. Um, and now it's just like, I don't know what, you know, I mean, it doesn't mean you won't have games to play, but in terms well, of imagine being a, imagine being a 14 or 15 year old at mag and, and when they announce a game, you're like, I'm going to be in out of, I'm going to be graduated from high school when that game comes out. Absolutely. I've already said it before. Never mind Sony or never mind Xbox. When, sure. when Grand Theft Auto 7 comes out, I'm going to be retired. Yeah. You realize that? If you oh, think yeah. about that. It might that? be six that, that when you're retired, you old man. <laughs> think about Jesus that. Think Christ. About next holiday season. Next holiday season is going to be probably you're going to have Wolverine on PS Pro. And you're mm-hmm. probably going to have Sony dropping massive money to get some kind of exclusive for GTA on PS Pro. Maybe, I mean, what they should do is spend a shit ton of money and get like the first month exclusive on PlayStation. And then you're going to have all the Activision stuff dropping on Xbox. The new Call of Duty, Diablo mm-hmm. will be there. Yeah. I mean, it, it's going to be insane. And I, I really hope that Xbox, for Game Pass's sake, does better marketing about game pass because even this new ad that they put out is it's nice mm, and all, but it's kind of like a Sony. It's like a Sony ad though. I, I, I need old school Genesis Nintendo ads where it's like, here's what you get with game pass. You want call of duty eight, whatever the fuck it is, 70 bucks, zero bucks. Here's what you get with game pass. You want, uh, I need uh, the naked dude flying into his grave is what I need for the I'm for just commercial. saying it's like it's they have such a valuable wonderful product in Game Pass and it's like I don't think they've done a very good job of of marketing it. Well, let's talk um, about that that trailer that's it's on the topic list and you bring it up at a perfect time. Let's talk about the just marketing. So you guys know I have 10 minutes and then I I got to leave so if there's anything you do want to ask me specifically Okay. Go with David. That's what I got. Let's um let's hold the marketing thing for just a moment and let's talk about your tweet last night where you said big news broke and people threw a big fit, but I think there it's very substantial and it honor. It should be honored for you to explain why this is significant news. Uh, I mean, take it. Most of the audience may not know about what the announcement is for PlayStation. Yeah. I mean, I talked about this on my show earlier today. So the gist of it was that I heard last night from a few people from Sony that Connie Booth, uh, who is an executive that's been there since 1989, uh, uncharted ratchet and clank last of us crash bandicoot, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, um, Sly Cooper, on and on and on. Um, yeah. And she's not a director. She's not a creative for the most part. She is She is basically what Matt Booty wishes he was, right? Because the thing I've always said on my channels and my videos is that I love Phil Spencer's vision for Xbox and I love his vision for Game Pass. 
I don't think they are good yet at the creative executive management job. Uh, like Connie Booth would have never allowed Redfall. The idea that Phil Spencer stepped in and said, oh, we should have been more involved. Oh, yeah, gosh. that's what Connie learned in 1994, right? I, I, I'm, not, I'm not knocking Phil on this. I'm just saying that the reason it was such a, it, it is big news. Whether she was fired or uh, she walked away is still TBD, although I hear she was fired. I also heard her whole team was fired. I heard the lady who used to run Gorilla is coming in to take over. And uh, I heard. I mean, I looked at that out. list. It doesn't look like anything is. It was like all success. It was like a success yeah. rap sheet, bro. It's not like she's like, yeah, but she's like sixty, and she needs. She's gonna retire, and she doesn't really get the business anymore. She just put oh, out okay. Spider Man too. Shut up, right? Um, I mean, again, Insomniac <laughs> made it. But yeah, you have to yeah. understand what Xbox first party struggles with consistently seems to be their inexperience with managing the creatives both internally and externally. And it, it, it gets them into all kinds of trouble. Uh, and the fact that Sony, one of their magic arrows is that they have curated over the decades, such a great understanding of how to manage the process of making video games. And I'm like, Hey, whether or not it was forced or not, you're losing someone who has really been there from the beginning and really there's a lot of institutionalized knowledge about making games that you love and why you love them because she knows when to push. She knows when to bring in more talent. She knows where to find more talent, blah, blah, blah. She knows when to cancel something, when to give something six more months, whatever. Um, and, and so that to me was a very big deal and it remains a very big deal. And I still don't have all the data on what happened. Um, and yeah, I had a bunch of people come at me like, Oh, that's a, you know, that's a news and who cares? And so they wanted like, Yoshida to, uh, yeah, you yeah, know, and somebody's like the janitor at Sony worked there for 20 years. He's leaving. It's like, you know, you know what I, again, this is why I'm getting, I just get frustrated. I'm like, you know what, motherfucker? Um, <laughs> you know, it's like people are like, Oh your, your last game was drawn to death. Yeah. I made a flop. I also Gosh. fucking made Twisted Metal, Twisted Metal 2, Twisted Metal Black, Twisted Metal 2012, God of War, God of War 2, Creative Director, both of my motherfucking hit games. God of War is going to become a TV series, and Twisted Metal just finished its first successful season. So shut the fuck up. Do I not get one failure? Do I not get to make one? You know, but No, not, them, in this, not in this community. Right. Absolutely so not. So to them, that is sort of equivalent of going anything you say, you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, motherfucker, I am telling you how the sausage is made. I am telling you the reason you love PlayStation like you do. And the reason Xbox struggles when they struggle is this is a secret sauce that I saw being made for the first time when PlayStation was founded because mm -hmm. we canceled so many games. Um, and we spent so much money learning how to do this. What was some of the, criteria or, or, or reasons why a game would need to be canceled or shelved. Well, Connie worked on a game called the diabolical adventures of Tobu, right? So it was a beautiful art style of the it was very, Yeah, it was a <laughs> studio Ghibli inspired. You were this sort of Asian kid with these uh, Da Vinci wings that okay. flew around. And, and the lesson there was everyone fell in love with the IP. They fell in love with the art style. The guy who could pitch it, could you know as they say you know uh sell yeah. ice to people living in antarctica um 
and the lesson was all that's great, but if you don't understand the game loop, if you don't understand the core mechanics, either when before you start or in the first six months, you have nothing. That game went in on for three years of development before they finally were like, there's no game here. Which right? is an eternity uh, back then. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and so that's what I'm saying. That's not like that's that knowledge doesn't just, you know, unless you have somebody on staff that can train people how that works, you know, I mean, I, I don't know Matt Booty. I've heard he's a very nice guy. Whenever I've seen one of interviews, I'm like, he seems like a really nice guy. But I that's not what I his, want. I well, I looked at his what he's done. It's like it's not like he's ever been a deep in the tra- he did some sound stuff and some marketing. I, I'm not saying he's not a valuable asset for Xbox, but I'm like, is he really the guy you want? What where what are his chops, right? So I was basically saying, hey, Sony people. I'm telling you, this is important. And the fact that it wasn't shoe getting fired or Jim Ryan coming into the office with, you know, uh, uh, battery powered paint guns <laughs> and shooting all the people. You know, I'm like, right. Yeah. I'm like, or I'm, the white, I'm so- white Bronco chase down the freeway. Yeah. It wasn't right. your big news. It. It's my fault yeah. because, you know, it's not the gin pops job to have the context for something like this. And maybe I dropped the ball and that I didn't really set it up. I assumed by now they understood the value of people like Connie and her team, but, but yeah, they were just dicks, man. And I'm just like, you know, fuck off. I'm just, I'm yeah. like, just, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going di- to disappear into my channel, my community, my discord, and I'll be on people's shows when they ask me and, and all that access. Fuck you. That that's I, I, exactly what I, I wanted to say. The the you're so accessible. We make if you're yeah. a content creator, you make yourself so accessible to everybody, and everyone has an opinion. They're like the pro bono pro bono community manager for you that you never asked for. But right. I also have to give you a, a sort of an explanation how uh, as we wrap up for you here. Um, as a content creator, <laughs> how do I say this? You try English, you, bitch. <laughs> uh, you'll you'll understand what I <laughs> you'll understand why I'm trying to say this. Like I'm not trying. I'm not saying. Let me just kind of preface it like just the clickbait it, thing. Just the clickbait thing. As a content creator, you have to work so hard to get people to get off their lazy. How do I say it? People are just like, should I click on this? Is this going to be worth my time to check this out? I'm so busy. And I know that's kind of condescending, but as a content okay. creator, you want to allure people to check out your content. Now, Dave, David's got news that somebody with a huge rap sheet of uh, 30 years success. Of, of success, like the, when I looked at the IPs, like I looked at it for like this, uh, this fast. And all I saw was every amazing IP that PlayStation has ever been in control of. And yeah. you said, this is what she produced and brought to the table. And you said she left. Like people are like, they wanted Yoshida uh, being chased down the freeway, you know, with, yeah. um, with, well, you know, but I don't know. But again, I, I, I just think for me, it, you know, I, I spent 20 something years making games. I've only spent about four years doing this. And so I'm still yeah. learning. And I think it's one of those things where and Alexa, stop. It's one of those things where, uh, you, you have to figure out the balance f- between, the people that are really your community that you can just be upfront and honest with. And the fact that most people are just there, you know, 
they, you know, they're there to be entertained and have some time wasted and that's nothing's wrong with that, but don't leave yourself open, uh, at an accessibility level because it'll just, it's, it's just, it's just a, a bad mental health recipe. And so I'm, I'm, I'm still loving it. I still love doing it. And I plan on doing yeah. it for a long time, but I, I definitely think my accessibility doors are starting to shut a little bit. Uh, cause I, I mean, just, you still got that smile experience. on your face, which is really I love super the, important. I love it. It's so much yeah. fun. I just, I'm, I'm just tired of the, I'm just people so fucking, they're miserable. Yeah, and that they're miserable. And too. and when I say like people are too lazy to click on something, I'm being facetious, right? But I know. Yeah, it, it's just really about how everybody in this business has to try to lure you over to catch your attention. Like, hey, you got to come check this out. Look, I took some time to to put this together for you. And Jeff, we appreciate everything you do. I'm looking forward to. I appreciate. It. It. Thanks, man. As you head out, tell people like what you have planned on your channel and for your podcast, your streams, uh, so they can go. Oh, do do I have time to click this and go check it out? My my job when it comes to that though is to give you a reason to come to the show. I I absolutely uh, do not feel that condescension that Eastwood has for you guys in his chat. So come on over. Because uh, I want everybody to, leave. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I like the idea that I have to work hard to, to get someone's attention and keep it. That's part of the fun. That part of the challenge. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I get it. Sometimes it's just like it's not clickbait. It, you know, that's the one thing that really gets under my skin too. Is like, it's clickbait. Why? Because I'm marketing it. I could just put, you know, my title of my thumbnail. Uh, the seemingly invisible but actually quite important results that could arise from the alleged exiting of connie booth from playstation i could do that and then it's there's compelling. no click- right um but i don't lie i say hey here's what i am you know I just people i don't whatever here's the point at david scott jaffe on twitter and at david Jaffe games on uh, the YouTubes. Uh, I'm on, I'm not part of last stand media, but I'm on their stuff a lot. I'll be doing a constellations uh, this week. Awesome. Um, and you know, uh, we have a discord. So, um, God damn, that was fun. Colt Eastwood. Are you related to, uh, the Clint Eastwood? Yes. The Clint- yeah. He's my dad. <laughs> he's coming home a little bit later. Um, we're we're gonna you know we're gonna have some some barbecued donkey. Do you it's gonna like be amazing. to tease him and call him Clit Eastwood? Uh, uh, once in a while, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mag with the soundboard, love it. Oh yeah. my god! So, and then, but it's nice to be here. Thanks for having me, fellas. Maga, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> That's gonna be a really a, a divisive name. Well, I I'm it's weird. It's you're just one letter off. Um, <laughs> you know, when I first came up with it, I was like, because it's a middle-aged game guy, right? And everybody was like, why don't you just call yourself MAGA? I'm like, because everybody's going to say MAGA, and then some people are going to love me, some people are going to hate me. People still call me MAGA anyway. Thanks, David. You just brought Sorry. it back. Anyways, Sorry. I apologize. go enjoy. The good, the good news is if you actually changed it to MAGA, you probably wouldn't, they, they wouldn't find you because they have to know how to turn on their electricity uh, to <laughs> start, start the computer. <laughs> oh, my Lord. 
Don't worry yeah. about it. Hey, Jeff, we, we appreciate you. you. Thanks. We'll show you how to make French fries out of your butthole. All right, fellas, thank you so much. I appreciate Enjoy it. Enjoy family time, brother. Enjoy. I will. Yeah. Bye, you guys. See ya. Later. <laughs> well, Meg, Magna, I don't know. Thanks. I don't know. Yeah. That That is, uh, there were some moments there where uh, there I don't think. There were some moments. I don't think if I've, uh, I don't think I've quite grown up yet, Meg, but I appreciate you being here. Um, hey, man, we're demonetized anyway, so you might as well just have some fun now. Might as well. Yeah, I'll just take my shirt off. We we have a bunch yeah. of other news I want to get to. That Meg and I are going to get into talking about the new marketing arm that Xbox has come up. We have a lot, a lot to talk about with that. Also, Phil's talked about re- re- revisiting franchises. We're going to talk about some new Xbox games that are announced that are in the works and uh, some Fallout stuff. So we've got a good show ahead of us, and uh, we really appreciate you being here. There's been about 900 people live, so hit the like button if you're enjoying the show. Meg and I are going to get back to, uh, I mean, we'll just try and just hold it together without Jaffe here. He's uh, he is quite the character, and I really appreciate his his insight, Meg. I mean, he's been Damn in it. this industry forever. Like The industry really popped off, and the PlayStation <clears throat> came out, and then the Xbox came up, and the Dreamcast, and it's crazy. It's pretty awesome to have him here. So uh, let me get some supers and we'll get into our uh, talking about the marketing thing. Uh, God Emperor Sofa King with a member chat says, in my opinion, Spooderman is a modern, uh, I don't know what that word is, uh, slop gaming. They made us clean up Peter's house. Like, bruh, Jaffe, I wish you still made God of War. I should have read that one while he's here. Highlander001, thank you for the five. He says, I'm so old. My dad got us the first video game system and it was Pong, that two sticks and a bucking block. I'm okay with the bugs of today. Uh, I I agree. I don't even think they're that bad. Maxi K- K- Coleman, thank you for the RS50. Says very respectfully. My opinion is that we need to stop talk taking so much about their games into our shows. Um, yeah, I don't know what uh, that might have been. When we were talking about Spider Man. Danny Pash official. Thank you for the five. Says the way I know a game scene is boring is when the time to reply comes, and I feel like I don't want to reply to the game due that due to that specific scene. I think uh, he meant replay, but. I think he meant replay when you have to go back and replay it. If you're going oh, like, the doing time, like a new yeah. game plus or something, or like yeah. in a harder difficulty. You know what? He's not wrong. I'll tell you that. He's not wrong because there are moments. But for a first run through of a story, I have no issue with it. But yes, it does get tedious if you're going back. Let's say you're going for an achievement or a trophy or whatever you're doing, and you got to play it on like whatever, the hardest difficulty. It is pretty irritating. Like, oh my God, I got to walk for eight minutes. And it does suck. It does suck. I, I'm not going to lie. I will bend the knee to that. Carry on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I was replaying. Like I said, I played Spider-Man for like eight hours yesterday, and then I played like two hours of Gotham Knights because I didn't finish it on Xbox, only played it on PC. And I was like, oh, here comes that one part I don't like. And then that was fine. So you yeah. have to push yourself to replay a game. It's kind of funny that way. Juan, thank you so much for the Dominican peso. Uh, he says... Usually the showcase hosts are super cringeworthy and unrelatable. And I was going to say while Jaffe was here, Meg, that I think the days of having hosts in these streamed shows are completely gone. Um, but Xbox has done it a little bit, but they're not on screen very long, if you remember. Like they're, Jim Ryan and Phil. Their screen, their screen time is getting less and less, and it's actually okay because at the end of the day... No one's really watching for the personalities. They're watching to see what the big game is, what the big trailer is, whatever else, right? So it does yeah, make yep. sense. It does make yeah. sense. I mean, at the end of the day, like that's what you're watching for. I didn't, Although you always want Phil on there 
or or you Jim do Ryan, you, you, know you want to see you want to see a little Sarah Bond you want to see a little bit of Phil. It's always going to be that one last thing comes from those people, right? So that's why you kind of look forward to like seeing Phil or even and eventually Sarah Bond, who's going to take his job. You heard that here first, folks. And then, of course, uh, whoever Jim Ryan's whoever Jim Ryan's uh, successor is going to be, right? So I David mean, Jaffe. successor, yeah, David Jaffe, obviously, yeah. So th- you look forward yeah. to it for those reasons because you know, but you don't want them the whole show. Just, I mean, just, I'm good with it. Like Phil usually comes on and goes, Xbox is all about creating great game. There's something he does with his hand. I've noticed a lot. He does. He does something like this. He does, does yeah, something he like does, that. Does, yeah, yeah. And he's like, it's all about making great games. And this studio is no stranger to making games that you can play. And then he shows the trailer and, and I'm fine with that. The casual noob gamer with a $2 says, uh, I hope mag didn't Google a word that was brought up. And then he puts up a, I mean, it's a little, getting a little political, but you, I love you guys. <laughs> Risk it for the biscuit says Mag is completely wrong. Mostly, sure, I don't work, but my mom has enough disposable income for me, and my basement is way better than most people's. And then he puts a little, you know, a little, little sad emoji. But shout out to Risket. Word is he actually moved to the tool shed because his mother doesn't even want to hear him talking anymore. So it's, he's out in the tool shed now. He's out there with the kookaburras and the whatever the hell else they got crawling around Australia. Crazy animals. and in- Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Big, big spiders. Kookaburras. Kookaburras. It's a bird. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. What are those like little um, anteater looking... Uh, uh, like bears, like bear pigs, they're real small. They're in Far Cry. This is a nature show today. That sounds like a made up. Sounds like a made up animal. Cold. It starts with a t- starts that. with a T. It's like a little. Looks like a little miniature bear with a long snout, and it's like a two tone little. It's in Far Cry. Four. You sure it's not just called an an aardvark or an anteater? It's like no. It's like I mean aardvarks. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna. You know what? I don't even know anymore. It doesn't matter. I, Somebody's gonna say it while I'm not looking. Uh, Lone Star, thank you. Sorry, he was he was mentioning the cabinets behind me. I got another one coming. I got a I got an NFL blitz coming uh, at some point. And I've that's been, what that's what I'm coming over because I love that game. Uh, uh, that, that one's ta- been tough to get tapier, my hands on. Tapier, tapier, tapier. There it is. Yes, I want to see NFL tapier? blitz. I I love that game. Uh, when that game came out on the PlayStation One, my brother in law and I, when he was like 14, we would laugh so hard. Sitting on late hitting, just dogpiling on after the whistle is blown. That game is fantastic. Like, I think every game, like MLB, FIFA, and Madden, should have a mode where it's just like lets you just because, like, the old the old NBA Live '99 had yep. a mode where you could f- turn off fouling and like Shaq go, I'm Shaq, and he, and we would just go boom and just push him over, and it yeah. makes the game better. <laughs> and you could shatter the glass if you did it. If you did it oh so right with Shaq, you could shatter yep. the backboard. It was a, that was always the fun thing. Yeah, he goes, he goes, Copa is Copa medicated. Pucci, yeah. member with member for twenty seven months. That's a long time, Pucci. Thank you very long much. Time. He says it's more of a been there, done that as it pertains to Sony. A lot of their games started to blend for me. I still recognize the devs' mastery though, and I completely agree with him. I really felt like 
that Insomniac was like honing the Naughty Dog style uh, PlayStation formula and like saying, hey, we're part of the family now. Let's kind of bring this cohesive thing together. And some of it makes me really roll my eyes. But yeah, the game's fantastic. Boner Jams with a 10 says, ooh, snooky, snooky now. Colt 45 East West and Megatron forming the sinister duo of Vicious and Delicious. Which one is, which you're, are you delicious, right? Obviously, carry on, yes. <laughs> Not sure which is which, but I digress, he says. Digress. Hope everyone has a great week. Uh, yeah, shout out to Boner Jams and his show Under the Bus, which uh, is live on Wednesdays on YouTube. Dean Rivera with a $5 says, I have both systems enjoy the games on both, but Xbox is my favorite system and always has been, but it doesn't stop me from enjoying games everywhere. Good, good. Just um, when you get on social media, make sure you insult people who don't like what you like, and then you're good, right, Mag? Obviously, yeah, that's the way it goes. That's uh, hey, when I do in my video. By the way, someone in the chat here just wanted to say hi to me, and my God, this name is long. It's a E Lika D Bobies says. I just wanted to stop. I just wanted to drop by and say oh. he's a big fan, and I love your Twitter videos and skits and all that. And hilarious. Thank you very much. Your name is extremely long. We're gonna find a way. We're gonna it's find a way to shorten it up. Me like the, the boobies. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah. I didn't want to say that, Colt. So well, I tried I, to like make it sound it, like with the accent. Like, yeah, with the accent, it's okay. Uh, how many how many views do you have on TikTok with uh, these uh, these skits that TikTok? Well, TikTok not not as much because I just kind of started that and I didn't get any grasp over there. But the other videos, anywhere from a hundred thousand to five hundred thousand on Twitter. Uh, on Twitter, yeah. That's but awesome. In total, in total, in the millions. Dang, bro. So, Dang. Yeah. So it's uh, it's uh, yeah, man. It is what it is, and that people enjoy it. I, I like it. It's I like doing it. It's fun. And yes, I understand. <laughs> oh, Percolator just had to show up. Hello, Mega. Thanks, buddy. How's it going? Have a drink, because you know what I'm going to say anyways, or whatever the hell else you guys count me saying. Carry on, Colt. Any I'm trying to think of that other thing that you said, because somebody wrote it in the chat randomly. I can't remember what it is. I'll, when I think of it, I'm going to yell it in your voice. Snow Dragon, thank you for the Canadian 2 says, is this like a 40 midlife crisis thing? Yes, it is. Grandpa Barbecue Game Cat, one of our favorite names, gifted channel membership to Talos Ray. Welcome to tell channel membership. I think Talos has been in that hot seat before, but thank you again. Risk for the biscuit. Well, the Australian eight. We're gonna get to this marketing thing. Jaffe, these internet fools don't know what effect team members inside companies can have on a huge effect on the output they love. Also, keep your beard. I remember uh, Brisket shaved his off um, like three days ago, and it's already like out to here. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw a video of him on Twitter yesterday. I'm like, man, that grew in fast. Bionic Wolf says, calling all cars is awesome, which is another game that uh, Jaffe worked on. Udonis says, I've been cleaning, doing damage control for Xbox for years, and they just let me go. I don't get paid, and there's a restraining order. One more. Casual Noob Gamer, thanks for five. Says, sorry, I didn't mean to get political, but certain words on Google can bring up sites on your computer that may put you on a list. Love you guys and Jaffe. Yeah, probably. I mean, the FBI's been watching me for years, Meg. But, yeah, well, uh, hey, 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 they they practically move next door. I mean, there's been an ice cream truck parked in front of my house for about 10 years, I, and I never see them selling ice cream. I don't know what the hell's going on. Right when you I said eat, that, I could hear yeah. out the outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then tomorrow there's a, there's a flower truck parked in front of my house. It's going to be called John's Flower Service. And they're like, oh, now there's a flower truck. Then, there's a, then the next week, it's a, it's a van that says Bob's Rubber Band Emporium. Yeah, uh, with a 555 phone number on it. But yeah, we appreciate you guys. I got to talk to you about this marketing thing briefly. Sure, let's do that. This this trailer showed Hellblade, Starfield, and Cyberpunk. I mean, what did you think about this trailer? 
I was going to say be honest, but I mean that's really all we do. I yeah. Uh, listen, that's the word. By the way, that's the word that I always get nailed for. Uh, whenever I say listen, or anyhow, uh, or anyways, that's the other one that I get nailed for. Yeah, take a drink, everybody. All right. So uh, here's the thing. Once again, they're doing a great job in terms of showing what they got. What I think that they're lacking is being able to reach the casuals. And that is something that David just, uh, Jaffe just kind of touched on. Like, if you want to do marketing, do some simple marketing that people, un- oh, he's going to eat the other half of the Toblerone. You see, it's impossible to resist because it's so damn good. Go ahead, eat cold. Eat, eat away while I just yammer on. Go My for thought it, yeah. is this. My thought is this. They okay. need Here's to the say, thing. Yeah. That's what you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. here's the thing, there. which I didn't say, by the way. I didn't yeah. say. But now I'm going to say it. Here's the thing. When you got a game that's you literally 70 did bucks, before, but go ahead. I know, I know, I know, I know. I can't help myself. Seventy bucks. Then you could turn around and say Game Pass. You know, ten bucks. You you know what I mean? Just put it out in black and white, nice and simple, and say, "Hey, you guys yeah. want that hot game? Here it is, seventy bucks on." You're right. There, you there wasn't Xbox? a uh, put it on there, ten bucks or whatever. There wasn't a call to action in this ad, which is a really expensive ad. Like right. it should have ended with, like Cyberpunk's not in Game Pass. But the, right. the the trailer tries to say, you want to fly a spaceship and jump really high? We have a game for you. You want to run around with a torch and not ever seen gameplay, which we're going to talk about in a minute. We've got a game set up for you. Like, it wasn't a Game Pass ad. It really was briefly a console ad. Right, um, but if you're trying to push that service and you're trying to build that subscription service, because that's at the end of the day, that's what you're doing, right? You're not going to be building these games. If, if people are going to buy, like, okay, Starfield sold very well outside of Game Pass, I would have to imagine that a majority of that would have been on PC, right? Because it was on Steam, if I'm not mistaken, right? So you get, you could probably get at least one or two million right off the rip just from Steam. The Souza, how dare you say that Toblerone sucks? It's a what? You know what? I'm going to do an entire video of me eating five pounds of Toblerone at Christmas time. Just for him, and I'm going to make sure he's tagged in it. You I'm getting diabetes just trying black. it out right now, bro. Dude, I can hear amazing. it. It's just, it's just Swiss chocolate just does something for me. So the, the Swiss chocolate. The thing is, is if you're going, bag, the, oh, the, oh, yes. the Swiss chocolate is particularly good, and the creamy, smooth flavors go down my and, esophagus oh so wonderfully. And the milk from the. Chocolate is actually made from free-range cows, only found in northern Switzerland in the mountains. Did you know that, Colt Eastwood? And they are massaged before they are milked. So am I. Um, <laughs> woo! Uh, I, oh, gotta I gotta ask you about. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I gotta... I'm, I'm, let me get this off my chest. Let me get this off my chest. Put out an ad and say seventy bucks here, ten bucks here. Who are you gonna pick? That's what you got to market oh my to, gosh. not us, not you. Oh not my gosh! Me, not the seriously. Chat. Are you hearing but, that, you know, audience? What? What were you saying? Like Mag is saying that they should say Cyberpunk. You want to? Well, I mean, you can't say it was Cyberpunk, but uh, well, two of the games were exclusive, but one of them was a multiplayer. Right. I don't know if that marketing works for Lies that trailer. P. But Lies of P. Should is they one. do a trailer where? Uh, what Mag's saying is should, Xbox should do a trailer where they say, you want to play Liza P? You want to play um, whatever games are hot now on Game Pass and everywhere else? You want to pay 10 bucks or do you want to pay 70 bucks? Right. That's what that's I'm saying. That's brutal. 
But do you think Xbox could do something like that? Well, why not? But like, so I that's love it. I don't get. Why wouldn't you? Isn't that what actually is happening? So why are you denying what's actually happening right in front of your face? If that's what they're doing, then why don't you just say that? And I understand that there's, you know, there's a part of it where they're like, okay, well, you know, it's very corporate. We don't want to step on people's toes. To hell with that, because I'll tell you one thing. The minute you put your guard down, Sony's going to put a, a sword through your throat. Okay? I'm putting so it in the pole. They're going to do it. They're going to do it to you. Why not do it to them? And you got to keep, like I said, you got to keep it very simple for the, for, and it's like I said, it's not for you, Colt. It's not for me. It's not for the chat. It's not everything. for the people that are listening later. We're all gamers that are invested in the ecosystems. We know how much the stuff costs over here. We know how much it costs over here. You're not marketing to us. You're marketing to the parents who don't know. You're part marketing to the people who just are casual, like, oh, yeah, like I buy like two games a year. They buy FIFA and Call of Duty or whatever, right? They buy Madden and Call of Duty. That's it. You're marketing to those people. If, if a parent walks into GameStop completely clueless and says, yeah, my son wants to play this video game. Well, then, you know what I'm saying? Then that's when you take them over to the thing and say, look, you got this and you got this. But they see the ad on TV and they go, oh, well, I saw the ad on TV that says the son, the, the game that little Jimmy wants to play is $70 over here, but it's $10 over here. Please tell me more. Right? Call and of then Duty. The, and then the, a call and of then Duty the sales consultant or whatever, the people working there can say, oh, yeah, I think you're talking about Game Pass. You can get Game Pass over here or whatever, blah, blah, That's how you do it. You just keep it simple. Keep it, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have, it's, this is not... Rocket science. This isn't magic. This isn't anything. Just put it out there, man. And just say exactly how it is. Put it on billboards. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Remember the old days when they used to have the guy dressed up as the guy dressed up as Crash Bandicoot and used to scream outside the, the Sega the Sega headquarters with the megaphone? Yeah. Like they just call them straight out. And then they well, they eventually put him out of business, funny enough. But they had not evil so Knievel on one of the ads and he goes, It's it's Crash Colonel. Because he calls him Cash right. in the commercial. Yeah, right? Yeah. And so, like, uh, yeah, I remember all those ads. And they were cutthroat. They were hilarious. But guess what? It's 20 years later. I still remember those commercials because that means it worked. They worked. Me, they were straightforward to the point. Let me ask you about Hellblade because I'm actually getting frustrated. And a lot of Xbox fans weren't happy that I was frustrated about Hellblade. We've seen about 15 vignettes or trailers or advertisements or reveals for Hellblade 2 Senua's Saga mag and Jez Gordon of Windows Central says why are they hiding combat and I was like yeah what why haven't we seen it the game is supposed to come out as far as I know based on things I've talked to people about it seems like Hellblade is supposed to be here before the showcase in June so maybe early spring, maybe late spring. Like they're sure. ramping up all this stuff. Sorry, this is a long lead into the question, Mag. Where is the combat? And I'm frustrated. Are you? You know, I got to tell you, but by the way, before I get into that, look at your poll that you did, that you just put up. <laughs> not, I know, not I love one. it. <clears throat> Should Xbox marketing go for the PS throat? 81% said yes so far. I mean, it's fluctuating back and forth, but it's sure. sitting at 80% and above. The people have spoken not everybody but the majority of the people have spoken therefore this is what people not the thing is if, if this is what you're trying to do you got to go for it what did phil do in 2019 he stepped on the stage 
at the Game Awards, and he literally just blew everybody away with a 12-gauge shotgun and just said, oh, by the way, here's the Series X. Nobody knew what was going on. Sony was scared out of their minds. They had no idea what the hell was going on. And then they're like, oh, and by the way, here's a trailer of, of um, uh, what's it called, Senua Saga, which now yeah. I'm going to dovetail into. I said this a million times on this show, on Boom's show, on Noof Nukem's show, okay? I am tired of developer diaries of them sitting on the beach <laughs> in a hot in, tub in, in, in a hot tub in Iceland taking videos of rocks and saying this is the rock that you're going to see in the game I don't care about the rocks and I don't need I'm to not, see I'm anymore not even gonna scream. <sighs> watch out he's going to he's going to get you yeah and he's like the mocap stuff Holy yeah. Christ in heaven. Four years of mocap. What are we filming here? The Lord of the Rings trilogy? I well, they're like, what's... I, I, love, I love Ninja Theory. I love the way love that they them. show their stuff, them. right? But we, how many times do I need to see? We're putting the makeup on Senua before we put her on camera. I'm like, give her a sword. <laughs> give her a freaking sword, please. Listen, they I literally showed. They were, yeah. they were excited. They, they, they said that they hired... The stunt coordinator from the Star Wars movies. I, I, I meant to look up the other things that this guy has done, but he's done stunt coordinating for, for sword play and, and lightsaber play. And he's teaching her how to do this stuff that they're going to motion capture. And they said, We're, you're not going to do anything in the game that you can't physically do in real life. So she was like getting in shape. She was tumbling on mats and doing all this stuff. And she was committed to do more in the, because the old game was like swipe, swipe, parry, swipe, swipe. So they're telling us there's going to be more to combat, and they've shown us nothing. You know, the thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into a, a very uncomfortable question that I want to ask you, and I want to ask the chat, obviously. All right. Um, <clears throat> How uncomfortable could it be, Mag? We had Jaffe here. He said some pretty funny stuff. No, 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 no. Not that, like, kind of uncomfortable. I mean, uncomfortable conversation of, like, sure. oh, holy sure. crap, where's this game actually going? Um, I'm going to get into that in a second. I was just going to say the thing is, is that when when you're showing all these all these things, uh, forget it. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. So I'm dancing yeah, around it. Do you actually think that maybe this game is not what we actually think it is? Now that that is one one of the questions that some of, of us have been asking ourselves. Like maybe there isn't going to be very much combat. But one the thing I just told you when I when I funnily yelled like give her a sword, right? Sure, sure. That. I would agree with your first question, like, oh, maybe this game doesn't really have very much combat, but they showed like, a whole eight minute video about them where, you know, ho holding these swords or these shields and everything. And all of them were doing all this pre-planning before they got in the motion capture studio. Sure. Uh, I mean, but you know, Meg, now that I think about it, I didn't think of this before, but like, I think all of that, it could be yeah. for the motion capture cutscenes. What if... Let's ask it again, Mag. It's your question. Now, the thing is, I, I actually thought about this, too. I have a feeling, just judging by what some people are saying, not everybody, but some people in the community are saying, I think people are thinking this is going to be like an Assassin's Creed Valhalla kind of game or a God of War kind of game. I think you're going to be sorely mistaken, and I think you're going to be highly disappointed. I don't think it's going to be that game. If it is going to be that kind of game, they would have shown us that already. I'm not saying it's bad, so please don't get all crazy and psychotic or whatever. You know, and the first an one won and awards that. and was highly rated, and I love it that was game. the best I got, indie of the year. 
when it came on Game Pass, I ended up, I got a thousand of a thousand on that game. I adored it. I went back and played it twice. I thought it was great. I love Ninja Theory. I love uh, Heavenly Sword. Yeah, crush that Toblerone, baby. It's done. It's done. I'm still listening. Uh, I loved Heavenly Sword on PS3. Remember that game with the, yeah. the woman with the red hair? God, I wish they would go back and play. You know what? If you want to go back and do an IP later on after the as Senua Saga is over, please go make a new Heavenly Sword. Reboot it from the ground up. I would be all into that. Enslaved anyway, Odyssey to... of the West was fantastic. Yes, too. great game. Um, I have a feeling that this may not be what everybody thinks it is. I, and like I said, I think people are thinking this, but some people, not everybody, I, I said uh, the way that they're talking, the way that they're acting about it, is that they think this might be like a God of War kind of, a God of War 2018 kind of game, a Ragnarok kind of game, or a Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I think it's going to be more of the same of what we got before. And I think just a little bit more expanded in terms of I would of say, I would scope. say, yes, I would say this one might feel a little more open world like, um, I would say there might, maybe there's just as much combat as the first game. Maybe it's a little longer. That's uh, what I'm saying, a grander it's got to be that same, that same formula that everybody loves, but you know, everyone said the combat was kind of eh, got old. So maybe the combat is just more improved or more nuanced. And it's sure. just a a next generation version of of a new Senua game, I guess. I mean, a new Hellblade I, game. I and and there's nothing wrong with that because, like I said, I love the first one, and I I am sort of expecting that, but just on a grander scale and maybe like str- uh, maybe a little bit more stretched out in terms of the combat. Let's say, okay, well, we had a little bit of combat in the first game. It wasn't really combat; it was basically just parry and swing, parry and swing. Right? You remember that yeah. when those big those big, like, weird things that look like, uh, they look like the ring wraiths from Lord of the This is the second time I'm bringing up Lord of the Rings tonight. But they kind of look like those big ring wraiths from Lord of the Rings. They come yeah. and then you, d- you do the parry and then you do the big swing. I thought that was dope. And I was like, I didn't mind more that. of this. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, more of this. Yeah, don't like, call me Scooter in the chat. It's like, well, WTF is taking so long. And I really feel like, um, what is taking so long? I know that they had an entire year know. where they couldn't do motion capture. So that was sure. all on hold. Um, and then a year after the pandemic, they got back to work. But it just seems like some people are like, is Ninja Theory just taking Microsoft's like unlimited pot of money and just no, taking their time? Think, but No, yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I don't think that that's the case. I think that what they're trying to do is now that they have access to money and R&D, I think that they're really trying to push the limits of their imagination. I know that sounds really st- like that. That sounds really like politically no, correct or whatever or maybe like a little bit rehearsed or whatever but no i think that, that they're actually that's what they're actually doing i think that they're really trying to push the technology forward to bring us something that's so visually stunning and so interesting that you won't be able to keep your eyes off it right and i think that that's great i have no problem with that i think it's wonderful but i think that a lot of people are kind of because it's taking such a long time and because of the subject matter of the game i think people are thinking it's going to be something that it's not so i think that people should be really well aware or at least prepared for the fact that it ain't going to be and like a full all-out you know viking action game or something it's not going to be a different game yeah i i would double down and say yeah expect this to be a bigger and better Senua's bigger and better part sacrifice. one. Yeah. 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 A bigger and better part one. Yeah. That's um, exactly I, I it. That's put up thing. a poll. I said, are you concerned about the combat? And it's kind of mixed, you know, 37% say yes. 63% say no. Um, meaning there are a good amount of people that are concerned. I, I guess maybe our concern would be 
why aren't they showing it? Or am I going to like the combat? And I'm, I'm pretty sure most of you would think I'm sure I'll like the combat. Is there going to be enough combat? And that's kind of where the, the concern comes in. Cause there might be people say, I really liked the game, but it was five hours and it seemed like you didn't do much combat. And then it was over and you're like, that was really cool, but I want something bigger this time around. And there's just a lot of potential there. And I feel like Ninja Theory has given us a lot of the same style trailers over and over. Let's move on because there is a new game in the works. Uh, Xbox has a bunch of new games. I don't know if this is going to be something that we see on Wednesday, but People Can Fly, the team behind Bulletstorm and Outriders, and also the team that made Gears of War Judgment. I actually like that game. Love that uh, game. Right? Love that game. Yeah, it's, they're, it's, they're, To me, it's the Dark Horse winner for that, for the uh, Gears of War series. I, love I was that kind game. of... I was a little bit like feeling done with gears because there was, there was like four gears games that generation. And I think a friend bought me gears judgment. I was like, I don't let me, let, I'm trying to get this, lead this into people can fly. And I was like, I'm kind of like gears out, but he bought me the game. Like I'll play it. And I was so glad I played it because I enjoyed it so much. People can fly are really special when they put out bullet storm. You yeah, laugh man. your head off. It's just so punchy. It still holds up. I bought it on, PC a few years ago and then now it's got a remaster at 60 on the console and just so good and they're apparently working on a triple a exclusive for Xbox named Project Maverick which is also there's also another studio making a game called Project Maverick but this is the people can fly studio that put their game day one in game pass without writers and Windows Central wrote an article about this saying could it be a spin-off Gears game? We've been kind of hearing some rumors about this, or is it just a whole new... Normally they make a... I'd say normally they make third person, but Bulletstorm is first. I mean, I don't know if you know a lot about People Can Fly, or yeah, what, do. what yeah. are you thinking we could see from this? This is another game that might be have been in the works for at least a year or two. I don't think it's going to be a Gears spin-off. Um, if it's going to be a Gears spin-off, I think we would have heard something by now. Uh, they wouldn't keep it as top secret as they will, as they would, because you know that the, uh, the coalition would be involved in some way, a form. And if coalition is involved, you know that we would have heard about it. So therefore, Maybe, yeah. I think this is an entirely new IP. However, they seem to be really, really good at that third person sort of uh, like chunky action shooter kind of vibe. Like, like for example, with the Gears of War Judgment, uh, you know how it is. It's just a very, you know, heavy third person kind of uh, a weighty, um, you know, gun game. Then you go into Outriders. I know people were divided on that. I love that game. I got, I got, I got all thousand achievements on that game. I was divided on it. I loved yeah. it. I thought it was so much fun. I couldn't stop playing it. I, I, I used the dude where he did the thing where he shot fire, like, like waves of fire out of his hand or whatever. Um, I love that game. And I just kept playing it. Oh, playing, the, playing it just the, 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 uh, the alley like of his, fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the alley of fire. That was the dude I used. And it was just like, Foof, do that thing. Anyway, love the game. I love the way it played. I love the way it looked. Is there I a lot of potential it. there, Mag, with people can I fly? I think there is a lot. Yes. And because of the, those two games that they released, specifically those two, Gears of War Judgment and Outriders, I think that I'm, no, I think I'm personally looking forward to whatever they're working on. And I think it's great. Um, if they're doing anything in partnership with Xbox, you know it's going to go ga- uh, day, day one in Game Pass. They saw success. I mean, it might be an exclusive. Um, shoot, I don't think I have the exact quote. I wrote exclusive project, but I think it might be exclusive. But like you said, if it's exclusive, uh, even if not, it's it's a it's a day and date Game Pass game. But they like have a great working history. Yeah, 
You know what yeah. I mean? They have a great working history together. They've been doing it for uh, for years and years. They've been partnering it up. And uh, I'm actually really quite surprised that they haven't made their way into the first party of Fold. Right? Right. So, like, uh, like doesn't that make sense? Do you sense? remember like, where been... they are, Meg, where people can fly yeah, or out Poland. of? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're like Xbox said multiple times that they've wanted to acquire somebody from Eastern Europe and have that like presence there to build from that part of the world and and represent there. And that's where like the the uh, Techland Dying Light 2 rumor was kind of brewing a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, I'm kind of excited about that. It is an exclusive, by the way. Okay, yeah. Thank you. I don't always copy and paste stuff from from where I get it. but yeah, that does sound really cool. Uh, so Kirk Adams not? says, what about an RPG Gears? You know I'd freaking love that, but people get mad when I say I would like an RPG Gears. But if it's a spinoff, while we wait for Gears 6, bring it and bring it to me. Bring it to me, Ron Riddling. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like I said, I don't think it would be Gears. I don't think it's it. I don't do the, I don't do the, the Smeagol voice. I can't do it, but he says, give it to me, Ron Riddling. I wish I could do it. Meg, come on, do do the Smeagol voice. Come on. Oh, I can't I do. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's too high. It's too high. Uh, I mean, I could do a high voice, but not that one. Yeah. But uh, um, let me see here. We got. Oh gosh, I was like, talk about the Starfield sales. Let me grab these supers. Spartan six six one. I love this super. I saw it while David was was leaving, and I I love this. He says. Mag is such an awesome person to have on a podcast. Cole, I don't think you should. You could have a better co-host. You guys are eating oh, good. Hello. Thanks, Mag. Have fun. Jesus, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate that. That really, uh, really makes me feel good, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I like mean, a it, lot. Like a lot. It makes me feel good too because I'm like, Mag. Mag's a good guy, but uh, you know, he's so annoying. No, I'm just kidding. He, I love he is annoying. It's incredibly <laughs> annoying. Yeah. Ask my wife. See how much. Uh, see how much she loves me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, our li- our wives don't even like listening to us. Why in the heck would we be on the air, right? Yeah, you know what's funny? It's uh, actually that she does listen to me in the car, and sometimes when she's at work and stuff. And uh, she's actually, uh, we've actually got a lot more, a lot of listeners that come in or new people that have come into the show because they're like, "What are you listening to?" It's like, "Oh, my husband, he's talking about gaming." And they're like, "I game," and so now no way. we got all these people. Yeah, 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 a lot of people, and actually a lot of people where I work in the uh, in my in my workplace, I uh, started watching us too. So I know it's- you're out there, scumbags. Get to work tomorrow. I'll be there. Anyways, you should be in bed by now. I yeah. it's so hard to find a gaming fan in the wild, right? I I was wearing my it's Control Your Life hard. t-shirt that has like the NES all the way up to the Xbox 1 and PS4 controllers. And I went to the gas station and the lady was like, "Oh, where'd you get that shirt?" And I said, "Oh, this, yeah." I'm like, oh, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I made this. And she's like, oh, really? You, you made it? Yeah. I go, yeah, I run a gaming channel on YouTube. It's like a little gaming channel. talks about Xbox and stuff. She's like, how do I buy the shirt? And I go, uh, uh, it's on Teespring at Cole Eastwood. And I had to write it down on a piece of paper for her. So, um, yeah, that's when I was like, where's your business card? Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> it, it's cool to meet people that are... Uh, that are real gamers. What did Ted yeah, Uniseth say? Give Colt Meg a like instead of a hug. Yeah, we don't need hugs. We've, we get enough of those, yeah, but we appreciate you guys. Don't call me Scooter. I saw what you said. Look at you. Yuck, a mag simp? Okay, all right. A Be mag on. what? Yeah, a mag simp. Okay, Sino, oh. you wanted a mag yelling? You just got one now. And Matthew, I have not been quiet today. I was just quiet. I was being respectful for the first hour while <laughs> David Jaffe was on uh, saying ridiculous things. But the second half, I'm making up for it. Uh, Magnum Westward, Mag is no gas. That's right. I'm not a scumbag. I'm actually quite talented. <laughs> Unlike, uh... 
There we go. You want some sound? Anyways, carry on. Oh, I need. I've got. I've got to get some sound. Some uh, soundboard stuff going on. Uh, Jason wants his wildcard football by Playground Sports. And Saber is a great NFL Blitz style game. Oh, that's a modern one. I should check that out. Thank you, Jason. Casual oh, New Gamer what? says, "What's that? What was that? What was that title? Wildcard Football by Playground Sports and Saber are great NFL Blitz style games. I'm not really. I have to look them up too. I never even heard about them. I remember one that came out that was like NFL Blitz, like during the end of the 360 era, right. and like I don't know. I think it had really low scores. I'm like, eh, I'm not going to buy it." Didn't they have like backyard football and all that stuff? Something like that. that. Like, yeah, they had those ones, and it was basically like three on three, and everybody beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, I mean, sports games can be really great, but if you get the over the top stuff, like, yeah, I don't know. The casual noob gamer, thank you for the five. Says I think Game Pass was a crutch until the game showed up. Jeez, yeah. Says now that the first party games are coming, Xbox will put Game Pass second and sales first, like PlayStation, Nintendo. Uh. I mean, Game Pass just going onward and onward. I've heard that they're not even going to be report, reporting numbers for Game Pass Mag because uh, devs might just keep asking for more money. Uh, they got to kind of find a balance there. Uh, Spartan says, just let Xbox dropkick Sony in their face. He gives a $2 super to say, yeah, they should definitely go for the throat. And I think at this point, why not? Xbox, yeah, I mean, Xbox is doing a totally different thing they're not trying to sell the consoles because nintendo's killing playstation in the console sales so why even compete because they're not really competing with playstation they're trying to compete against xbox series consoles versus a switch and a switch 2 is coming and feels like it's like jaffe said it's about the games um gamer by choice is i think people hate to be a sony combat competitor and maybe they just wanted to make a great story people hb hb oh People want Hellblade to be a Sony combat competitor, and maybe they just wanted to make a great story-based game. Maybe we have the wrong expectations. Gamer by Choice makes a good point. Yeah, and I think yeah. Meg has kind of brought us down into the where should the expectations for the game be. And if you're not so much a fan of Hellblade, send you a sacrifice. You might not be. Yeah. You might be a little bit more, or maybe you'll like this one. I I, I think that's probably what they're going for. Like. Let's catch some even more fans with the second one. And so, and it's not taught, and it's not in, in, and of course, at the end of the day, we are not talking about the quality or anything like that. We're saying, I would say, sort of uh, shift your expectations shift. to a different style of game, not the quality. Not anything like that. I just mean the style of the game. So I'm just saying like people specifically think, oh, it's going to be this kind of game or this kind of game, this kind of game. Um, play the first one. If you haven't played it, it's in Game Pass right now. Great game. Not too long. You could finish it in one day. No problem if you have the time. Uh, give it a shot. And I think you're going to get more of that, just better quality, um, more expansive, that kind of thing. So that's what yeah. I'm thinking it's going to be. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Hey, then I'm wrong. Hey, I, but, I uh, forgot, Mag, that when they showed it in 2019, people were like, this is going to be our God of war. And I'm like, I don't know if that's uh, like no. what they're going for. I, I that's never really I'm thought saying, that, dude. but that's what I'm saying. A lot of people are saying things like that. Like the Assassin's Creed Valhalla slash God of war. I, I don't think that that's what this it. game is because if I, that was the game you were getting, you would have seen it already. Yeah. And I also always sit back and think if people get excited about Hellblade two, I'm like, yeah, go for it. And yeah, sometimes I'm they may say, Cole, are you excited? And I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to see what it's going to be. But if I'm not in love with what's about to be that game, you know, 
that's fine. I, I know people are going to be excited. Risky for the Biscuit with Australian $8 says, you should be concerned about the combat while also understanding they had two years of combat training. The lack of showing it is probably more performance, if that's what he means by perf. Probably more perf. Perf- yeah, that, that yeah, maybe that's what he's that's what he means. The lack Risk of showing is probably more. The lack of showing the combat he's saying is more yeah. perf. Um, and I know. Wait, if he's still in the chat, he'll he'll give me an explanation. Risk but, it. Why are you why are you speaking in riddles? Just finish well, the word. You you have a limited character line on super chats. Um, well, that's they're that's trying fine, to keep a man good. down. Well, no, I was just going to say, I know limited character because uh, Risk It for the Biscuit has no character. So, you know, anyways, carry on, Colt. <clears throat> Son of a gun. Um, so, okay, the last thing we have is Fallout 4 is supposed to get its uh, Xbox Series X enhancement. They said, and I quote, uh, it will get performance and quality mode, bug fixes, and bonus Creation Club content, uh, which I think you have to buy the Creation Club content, but... Today they announced in April the Fallout TV show is going to be on, oh my gosh, I hope I get this right, on Amazon Prime. I don't often watch shows like this. There's There's been some video game related shows and I don't watch them by myself. Like I'll watch shows with my wife and I'm like, am I going to watch The Witcher with her? I don't think so. Am I going to watch Fallout with her? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Fallout TV show. Gosh dang it, it better hey, be good. You know what? Last of Us was amazing. Twisted Metal was amazing. I love Twisted Metal. And it's funny because my wife didn't want to watch it either. I watched the whole series myself because they're short. They're just like 30-minute episodes, right? So when you finish watching it, it's basically like watching like a four hour, like a three-and-a-half, four-hour movie. It's it's You could bang it off in one evening. Pause. Um, but the uh, this... I don't know. Like, I don't know where they're going to go with this. Is it going to be... I mean, it's been in production for quite a while. Mind you, I'd also have to say that maybe it was delayed slightly because there was the writer's strike and the street and the Screen Actors Guild oh, strike yep, and stuff yep, like that. Yep. So maybe they had to delay it there. So it could have been ready in the spring for all we know. Uh, but but I don't know. Who the heck knows? I'll give it a shot. I'm not going to say no. You know what I mean? Like, I'll sit down and watch the first episode. If it grabs me, then I'll be like, all right, man, let's do it. Let's watch episode number two and three and four and on and on and one. But it's always, it's got to be the last 15 minutes of the first episode has to grab you. That's the way that these shows work. That's, you know, if you understand the structure of how a television show works, the first half is exposition and development of the situation. Where are we? Who's, who's involved? What are we doing? Where are we going? That's always, the, that's, how, that's how a show begins and that's how a show starts. And then the last 15 minutes, you smack them in the face with something hard and they go, oh, damn, this looks I hot. Have oh, I, I have to see what happens next. Exactly. So it's exposition to begin with and then you've got I mean, okay, exposition set up. And the, so follow-up might do I it. I mean, are we going to see not. the vault open up and white sure. light and then it just cuts to the credits? Like, I don't sure. know. And no, I don't think that's the case. I think they're going to have to do something more substantial than just the vault opening up and then you're coming out and, you know, and then like you see the, you know, the character coming out there, the silhouette of the character, because the only people that that makes sense to is us, us. the gamers that have played the game. I mean, if the whole first episode is the life of the vault and they explain that there was this big bombing and people were down there for a certain amount of time, but we grew up. 
Like the TV show is not just for us. The fallout TV show is to bring new people into there's this whole world where, uh, everything is, is fifties frozen, uh, styling people live in underground vaults during the nuclear winter. And some of them, you know, come out and there've been people out there just rampaging and marauding. Um, it is, it's a tried and true classic trope that lives on in Mad Max and, and other IPs where, or other TV shows and movies where you come out and people are just going buck wild and there's no, no law and it could be really, really good. Yeah. And, but it has to be accessible by everybody. It can't just be accessible by a select few people. Like that's by where these people. Yeah. yeah, Like that's why Disney fails uh, with Disney plus and they will continue to fail except for, you know, like Loki's got good writing. Um, you've got, you know, it, but, but the rest of them, if you want to watch Ahsoka, you needed to have watched like 18 hours of stuff to get to the point where you know who these people are. And then all yeah. of a sudden, you know, Ezra shows up and everybody goes, now who's this, who's this guy, right? Unless you watch the shows, you watch well, the Re- Rebel shows and this and that and Clone Wars. That's what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is you cannot make a Fallout series for Fallout. You could have it for Fallout fans, but it has to be accessible by everyone so that they everybody walks in fresh. From the beginning, and everybody from someone who's never even seen a, a, a Fallout, one minute of a Fallout game, or someone who's played a hundreds of hours of Fallout, both can experience it and enjoy it the same way. That's the, that's the key to all to, to, to act to good television, right? And to good movies as well, right? Especially when you have an established IP. So it's, it's a very difficult balance, and I think that that's why game-related TV shows or movies are very difficult to adapt, is because you're trying to draw in everybody and keep it accessible to everybody. Like, for example, I think Amazon also has the rights to God of War. Do they not? Is it Amazon that has oh, God of War? I don't remember. There's so many of them that I'm pretty sure it's working Amazon. Because I, yeah. I know that they got Fallout, and then they've got... I think they've got... So Amazon has Fallout and uh, God of War. Uh, obviously, HBO has Last of Us. And then there's another one in the mix. I can't remember if it's a Tomb Raider one. I don't remember. If chat, help me out. I think there's uh, there's other ones. So that's what they yeah, got to do. Remember. And so I'm excited. I'm interested to see where the, where the show's going to go. I'm not going to say no. I'm going to sit down and watch a couple. Of, like for example, the Halo show. I thought the Halo show was okay at best. I didn't it was even watch mediocre it. at best. It was like a four out of ten, right? For me. Ugh, and geez, I, I got that's through, not mediocre. Got, that's awful. I got well, two on my episodes. Scale. I watched two episodes and I never turned it back on. I never even finished it. I mean, so for me to should, watch it, you know. yeah, I mean, it's a video game podcast, but for me to watch TV show, everybody has to talk about it. And everybody was even talking about the last of us. Uh, my problem being that you get into the second game and I have no interest after finishing that game and in, in that IP anymore. But, um, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like fallout is, is, has a mass appeal to it. Um, it, with its quirky, styling uh sure. you know it's always been interesting you know since uh the carl sagan said that we'll bring ourselves into nuclear winter to think of what the world would be like if all the rules were thrown out the window and there was nothing left to com- govern us and uh we just have you know our uh our little pistols and our laser pistols and we go out and shoot rats interesting like i said yeah. it should be interesting I'm, I'm not like i said i'm not gonna say no i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna give it a shot i'll watch one episode if it grabs me i'll watch i'll keep watching if if it's like ho-hum i'll say you know what 
I'll give it one more episode and I'll try it out and then I'll see what, where it goes from there. If it doesn't grab me by the second episode, forget it. You just just call it a day. And that's that's, that's happened to me with like a bunch of shows like Disney Plus. Forget it, man. Like half ninety percent of the shows by episode two, I'm turning it off. I, oh I yeah, I got back. halfway through Obi One, but that's the scary thing about these established franchises. When we talk about Xbox, we didn't even talk about Phil revisiting ABK stuff. And maybe we'll bring that up on another show. But you've got all these sure, franchises that people have. Yes, people have this massive love and and this commitment to these franchises and if you don't do it right it can really go bad like the rings of power show i wanted to love that because i love that world but they just didn't they just didn't do it so i don't know i think i think fallout would be good i think i don't even know who's making it honestly that's one of those things like when it's out then i'll worry about it but you know it's going to be out in like five or six months or whatever that is yeah yeah, I don't they, want to do the math. Uh, it's it's somewhere in the spring, isn't it? April, I think it is. April, is it April. All right, so there it is. When when April comes along, we'll talk. We'll, we'll revisit it. And it's a half a year, bro. Yeah, yeah, and maybe maybe they'll show like a story trailer because usually they do the teaser trailer and then a story trailer a little bit later, so you get an idea of where it's going and whatnot, or, or how they're going to tackle the subject. Uh, seeing that there's multiple fallouts, you know, you're gonna have to pick and choose, you know, from the different games and the lore of what story they're gonna tell. And then uh, take it from there. So it, it should be interesting. I, I doubt they're going to start with like the first Fallout and then go like each season will be a different game. I don't think they'll do that at all because no, those I mean are the, all different the first stories. the first two or three shows could be just in the vault if they follow some of the Fallout Three structure. Who knows? Uh, yeah. But it'll be its own thing. Yep. And I know I'll be watching it going. <laughs> That's not how it. That's not how it goes. That's not what the Pit Boys supposed to act like or. You know, it'll be one of those things because they always make it their own. We got a a super from Snow Dragon who says Insomniac allows remote work without issues delivering. Um, Yeah, Insomniac went through the same thing Xbox did. But keep in mind, uh, Ratchet and Clank was they just expanded a great foundation. Same as Miles Morales. And then Spider-Man 2 is expanded off a great foundation that was already built. God of War saw a year delay, Ragnarok, off of a great foundation that's already built. And I talked to somebody at Xbox said, PlayStation's done a really good job creating these games that they built last generation and making them even better for the new generation or making them really great. Uh, it's really hard to build a game from scratch. And that's what Xbox is doing with new studios. Like They're not grabbing the old code from Gears 5 and saying, all right, let's just make the world a little bit bigger. At least not, right. that's not what I'm hearing. And uh, yeah. we know Fable's all brand new. We know uh, Avowed is all brand new, whole new uh, world they're building. So it does take time. Insomniac's done an amazing job. Um, it's been a great show, though. Uh, yeah, Meg. man. That was, that was a wild uh, show. It felt like a long show because like Jaffe felt like that was last week. <laughs> yeah, his it hour. Like like two shows. His hour went by. It felt like 20 minutes uh, for us while we were talking here, but we appreciate you guys for being here. A few more likes, eight more likes will get us to 500. I'm not hitting the end button until we get to 500. I'm just kidding. You guys don't have to do that. We <laughs> we appreciate you being here. Um, wh- one more comes in. Let's see. Is this one already? No, Spartan 661. Yeah, saying. yeah. One was still hanging there, but I got it. Spartan 661, thank you for the $5 super chat. Hit the like button if you enjoyed the show, if you learned something, you had a couple laughs, if you wanted a Toblerone bar while I was sitting here talking and chewing my face off listening to Meg. Um, hit the like button. Get us up to 500, please. Spartan says, I know everyone needs to sleep, but being a performer is as close to seeing a musician or a chef 
in their line of work, hobby, don't believe and watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, seeing the real thing is always the best going to a, a sports game in person is so much better than TV, even though you can love it on TV and being at a concert. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. you only have to mildly like the band and it's such a great time. And you guys are here seeing us in real time. Talk to you on the mic and camera. We really appreciate it. Thanks everybody for all your support. We're doing the best we can with the XSC podcast, but you guys make the show. You really Mag, they make the show. They're amazing. Yeah, of course they make the show. I like the Some chat of them is are like amazing. a highlight. Eh, even the ones that talk smack, it's, it's all it's all good. But I'll tell you something. You know what? The chat keeps me entertained when I'm whenever I'm not speaking or someone else is talking. Or whatever, I look down and I'm always giggling and laughing and all the fun stuff that everybody's got to say. Everybody's been supportive, wonderful, and great. Showing in a week in a week out, we see every single one of your names. Every single, even if we don't shout you out, we see you in there. So, uh, yeah, guys, keep coming back and we'll keep performing for you. We'll keep putting on shows for you. It's all good. We're having a great time. Let's keep it going. We'll see you guys all next week, though, of course. Yes, thanks, guys. When we're back on Monday, we'll be reporting on that. Uh, showcase see how it went if there's anything really cool and That's hopefully right. more news is going to be breaking uh it's gonna be great man it's gonna be really great so i'm gonna hit the yep. i think we're ready to to hit the button if i can remember how to do it thanks guys we'll see you next week mag get some sleep so you can play your games tomorrow when you get home from work absolutely Thank you so much have a good night everyone see ya